following is a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. This is the Radio Alabama Sports Kickoff Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network. is right here. This is Fayetteville Wolves football on the Fayetteville Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Sponsored by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, Toyota of Silicaga, Milo's, Ace Hardware Silicaga, Allen Brew Market, Coosa Valley Medical Center, Southern Smiles of Silicaga, Atkinson Homes, Area Real Estate, Movement Mortgage, Coosa Valley Auto Sales, Silicaga Chamber of Commerce, Cup of Grace Cafe and Coffee Shop, Van Zandt Hardware, Sycamore Federal Credit Union, Amya, Childersburg Parks and Recreation, Coosa Valley Recycling, Alabama District 33 State Representative Ben Robbins, Heritage Freight, State Farm Agent Albia Steers, Central Alabama Community College, Silicaga Parks and Recreation, Furniture Masters, Sarah Automotive Silicaga, Greater Coosa Valley Chamber of Commerce, AltaPoint Health, Broadway Spinal Care, and First Bank of Alabama. Now, here is color analyst Jacob Bassett and the voice of Fayetteville Wolves Athletics, Blake Bagley. Welcome into Red Devil Stadium. Blake Bagley alongside Jacob Bassett here in Verbena, Alabama, getting ready for the matchup between the Fayetteville Wolves and the Verbena Bulls, uh, Red Devils, excuse me. I thought they were Bulldogs, and I don't know why. Jacob, how are you, this, how are you today? I'm doing good, Blake. It's a pretty night. We ran into a little patch of rain on the way, but I believe we're not going to see any more for the rest of the night. So let's get week one underway. Absolutely. So the Pebble Wolves, 0-0, zero zero, uh, first game of the regular season. A visit in Verbena as we, is it 640 p.m. We're about 20 minutes to kick off, and we apologize to those that are tuning in that we just got on. We It was a little bit further of a drive than we thought, and we got off a little, I say we, I got off a little later than I thought, but, um, you know, the Verbena Red Devils come in 1-0 and after a beatdown of Coosa Central last week, 38-8. to Yeah, and you know, Coosa Central is a common opponent for us this year, so you got to see kind of what Coosa was made out of in that first game, and Verbena kind of pressed Pressed themselves on them and came out. out of, uh, I think they played in Coosa last week. Came out with that 38 to 8 win. Yeah, great way to start off the season, especially to to put a beat down on a team like that, a team that's bigger than you, a team you had to travel a little ways to go. But it's a great way to build confidence. And unfortunately, the Wolves were not able to build confidence after last week's performance. Yeah, lucky for us though, that one didn't count. It was a jamboree game. We were one of the few teams around the state last week to be able to play that fall jamboree game on week zero because we didn't have a spring game. 
And that, it gave John Limbaugh a chance to see what his Wolves had this year, and hopefully those mistakes that were made last year will be corrected this week and we can come out on top. Yeah, there were a few turnovers. They had a few takeaways, but they're coming into this game statless. Um, first game of the season, and they're going to be fresh, though. You know, uh, Urbina last week entered in their first game. They didn't really have a lot uh, going on, you know, as far as they hadn't played in since the springtime. The Wolves are coming into their first game playing since the spring, so I think both teams are going to be suited up and ready to go. And, uh, you know, this is a nice Atkins home broadcast booth up here, Jacob. We got a little bit better view than we do um, when we play at home. Yeah, it seems like everywhere we go now, there is a spot on top of the press box for us where we have a small roof hatch to go through. But I'll tell you, once we get on top, man, the view is great. That is. We're going to start a GoFundMe page for Coach John Limbaugh and the Federal Wolves because we, uh, that way we can fit us and Jeremy up on top so that way he can video and have a better view and, uh, and what have you like that. Uh, but, yeah, it looks like those clouds are shading the sun a little bit, and uh, we're ready to get some football going. Yeah, you were talking about the word fresh a few minutes ago. If you look down at our Fayetteville Wolves down there, it basically is a fresh football team. We lost so many last year to graduation, so no, so many new faces and new places. Uh, starting off with the kicker, I was watching him in warm-ups earlier. Nicobar looks like he has promise. Uh, if you look at Zeke DeLopes, this is his first of, well, yeah, his first official start as that senior leader. You know, his brother Pacey graduated last year. You look at Cadence Barrett. I think John last night said that he was going to be our starting quarterback. Yeah, absolutely, Jacob. And, uh, you know, what an honor to uh, have played receiver all these years. And then once your star quarterback graduates, you, you step up and get to play quarterback. So I know he's excited about that. Probably got a little bit of first game, game jitters. You know, may come out um, a little tight, but... You know, after last week's performance, getting a few snaps behind him, he should come out loose and ready to go. Yeah, I was in the press box earlier, and the Verbena PA announcer was talking to me and asked me about some guys to look out for tonight. And I told him, you know, you got to start with Zeke, start with Cadence, but you also have the Hammonds brothers down there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're a key part of this team, and uh, each one of them has more than just one year of eligibility. Uh, I believe it's Hunter has... Next year, he's a junior, and then Cameron, I believe, is a ninth grader. And, you know, both of them got reps at quarterback last season uh, uh, against the uh, Childersburg Tigers the last game of the season. And, you know, a lot of promise with those guys, especially Cameron being such a young guy. You know, we may see him get some snaps at some point during the season at the uh, signal caller position. And not only that, last year they both contributed in some major way for the Wolves and uh, if you look on the defensive side, you can't skip Atticus Jacks. He's an integral part of our defense, and it's safe to say he is the leader of that defense. Daddy, he is, and he's a junior as well, uh, Jacob. And I'm going to tell you somebody's name that we called a couple times last week that I wasn't anticipating, not because uh, – you know, I didn't think he was going to be a great player, but just because I, I didn't know he played football, and I think this is his first year going out, and that was Peyton Kraft. We called his name a few times last week, and he was right there on just about every tackle along with Atticus Jackson. While we're talking about the defensive side of the ball, I mean, those guys did not miss tackles. You know, a lot of the, the criticism last year of this defense was wimpy tackling, but well, like Coach Reed addressed that in the offseason, and now these guys, you know, they're a smaller group. They may have been drug around a little bit, but it wasn't for lack of effort to try to tackle and hit low. Yeah, the word arm tackle was definitely not in the vocabulary last week. We saw wrapping up, we saw the gang tackling that you would expect from a defense. You know, last year we had a lot of the arm tackle and a lot of the letting them get by you. 
trying to reach, and they're just out of reach. The, it seemed like the Wolves' defense swarmed to the football last week. Yeah, and, and one thing the Wolves are great at on defense is, is coverage deep down the field. You look at last week, they had a, that uh, Randolph County had a lot of success running the ball and kind of pushing the Wolves around the line of scrimmage, but any time they tried to drop back and throw the ball, they did not have success. Matter of fact, they threw two interceptions um, last week in that Jamboree game, and uh, you know, that's something that Verbena has watched. So if the Wolves can shut down that running attack, then they might have some trouble moving the ball this evening because I know Coach Limbaugh said last night they like to put the ball on the ground and, and, and pound it. Yeah, the turnover game was not our strong point last year. I don't think we had that many, maybe even single-digit turnovers before the season. And in your Jamboree game, you come out with two interceptions on deep passes. If the Jamboree is any indication, our defense should be okay in that category. And it is, Jake. And, you know, we talked about it with uh, Coach John Limbaugh last night is that the word that I would describe last week's performance was unlucky. I mean, they gave great effort. They played their hearts out. They went out there with a positive winning attitude. But it just a few things didn't fall their way. And a couple plays go differently. I mean, you may be talking about a uh, one-score ball game. Yeah, don't let that 20-8 to eight score fool you from last week because we were there. I mean, we were there most of the game, but depth was an issue. We, we got gassed towards the end of the football game. And turnovers helped us stay in it. But like you said, unlucky. We had pl- big plays downfield, but a, maybe a penalty or a turnover would bring that play back. Yeah, absolutely, Jacob. And you know, we, we see all the coaches out there, and we got a few new faces on the staff uh, this year. We got Matt Collier, who's the uh, head baseball coach. He's the quarterbacks coach for John Limbaugh. And then we got, I believe you said his first name was Martin, correct, Mr. Martin Northcutt? I believe it is. Yep. And uh, so we got some guys out there. I think he's the offensive line coach. Yes, he is. And uh, Josh Padoris, the receivers coach. Yeah, so we got a lot of new faces out there, and uh, like we talked with John last night, the offense last week was a little boring, but we knew he had to do it that way because he can't can't start pulling out his card tricks for a game that don't count. Well, looking across the field, you see that white paper folded up in his back pocket over there on the sideline. There is no telling what is on that white piece of paper for tonight. No, no, there's not. And I'm going to tell you that he's looking antsy as well as Coach Reed. And I don't know if it's all that coffee they drink throughout the day after it's because they're getting the regular season underway. And we're ready to get the regular season out of the way, too. But we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the Feltwell Football Pregame Show on the Feltwell Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. We've got a new Ace Hardware, and they're your summer outdoor grilling headquarters. They have Blackstone grills and Traeger wood pellet grills, plus road trip rockers and Kanga coolers. So go by and see Wade Pruitt and his crew, and see all the new great grand opening deals at your new Ace Hardware next to the breezeway of the Ogletree Plaza Shopping Center on West Fort William Street in Sylacauga. extra energy to make it through the day? Allen Brew Market has monster energy drinks, candy, and snacks for that quick pick-me-up. At Allen Brew Market, they mean it when they say fuel for your car and fuel for your body. you're buying or 
selling a home, your success hinges upon the advice provided by your real estate agent. This is Blake Farr with Area Real Estate. I can help you understand how much house you can afford. If you're selling, I can estimate the value of your property and how to ensure your property sells quickly for the highest price possible. Stop by our office on West Fort William Street anytime between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. Most lumber prices are finally coming down. So if you put off that project or finishing something else, come to Van Sant Hardware and get everything you need. They don't just have lumber. They have paint, pipes, tools, and literally everything you need to build or fix just about anything. Plus, you get the friendly advice of folks who have been there, done that. There's always a story to be had with a smile and a laugh. You won't get that at Home Depot, and they have a better variety of yellow wood lumber. So for all your hardware and project needs, go to Van Sant Hardware on Highway 280. Heritage Freight provides a wide variety of transportation, warehousing, and logistics services. Heritage Freight has earned a solid record of accomplishment in the industry by focusing on providing world-class customer service, employing only the most qualified and experienced drivers, and by having an unwavering commitment to quality. Heritage Freight received the 2020 Alabama Trucking Association's Excellence in Safety Award. They invite you to try their services and see the difference for yourself. Call 256-245-2488 or contact us at heritagefreight.com. a new menu item, but it's certainly not new around here. It's a southern favorite. Their new bologna sandwich with bologna, summer fresh tomato, lettuce, cheese, and mayonnaise on sourdough bread. Come try it today at the Silicaga location only. Cup of Grace Cafe. Central Alabama Community College prepare you to be work ready. Enroll in the six-week ready-to-work program and learn the skills you need to start a new career. Call 256-378-2024 to enroll. Don't let this free training opportunity pass you by. Call 256-378-2024 today. Get ready to work with Central Alabama Community College's free class. Call 256-378-2024. Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. Financing your new home with Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union is as easy as one, two, dream come true. You can still find a great deal on a home loan. Coosa Pines offers fixed rate and adjustable rate mortgages at rates often below all others. And Coosa Pines makes it easy to finance the home of your dreams with no application fees and low closing costs. Visit CoosaPinesFCU.org for details today. Federally insured by NCUA Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID 464059. Annual percentage rates vary. Membership required. Restrictions apply. Coosa Valley Auto Sales in beautiful Sylacauga, Alabama continues to grow thanks to all our local customers and our loyal customers who love great vehicles at lower prices. We have trucks up to $10,000 off. We have cars up to three dollars and $4,000 off. Our payments are normally $100 to $200 less on the same vehicle as most dealerships around us. If you're looking for a gas saver, if you just want to improve your situation, please stop by and see us today for the best deal. Coosa Valley Auto Sales open from 10.30 a.m. till 4.30 p.m. Monday through Friday and 10.30 a.m. till 12.30 on Saturday. 
If you suffer from a sore or wound that won't heal, it's time for you to take control. Coosa Valley Wound Care in Sylacauga is here to identify and tackle the problem with a treatment plan specifically tailored to your needs. The Wound Care Center is staffed with a professional team of specialists, all dedicated to healing. Talk to your physician or call 256-872-7777 for an assessment today. No referral needed. church home? We invite you to visit First Baptist Church of Sylacauga. First Baptist provides sound doctrine and worship with many opportunities for spiritual growth and meeting new friends. Currently, Sunday morning worship is in person beginning at 11. First Baptist is located at the intersection of Fort Williams and Broadway Avenue, right across from the post office. But you may also view our Sunday services live streamed at theuplifting.word.com. Why should your business join the Greater Coosa Valley Chamber of Commerce? Connection. Stay connected with the Chamber Community Calendar. Submit your events and be a part of the Chamber Community Events Calendar. For more information, visit us at greatercoosavalleychamber.com. round will be our grand prize winner so let's go unique stylish quality furniture at a price you can afford jim furniture masters correct easy financing for in-stock furniture and appliances you can take home seven days a week angie furniture master correct professional assistance on turning your house into the home you've always wanted bob furniture master correct with furniture masters you're always a winner in the fort williams square shopping center on highway 280 Tony Sarah Ford's summer vacation bill payoff is underway. Tony Sarah Ford in Sylacauga is going to take the heat out of those summer bills and help you upgrade to a nicer, newer vehicle today. Tony Sarah Ford in Sylacauga is paying off summer vacation and back-to-school bills up to $1,250. No payments for 75 days. Interest rates as low as 1.99%. Tony Sarah Ford on Highway 280 in Sylacauga. 1.99% APR financing for 48 months. Must finance with dealer preferred network or lender with credit approval. Hi, I'm Dr. Rick Redman, a dentist at Southern Smiles of Silicon. And I'm Dr. Casey Price. Together we treat patients who experience deep fear when it comes to the dental drill. But another source of big anxiety for people can be the gentle bill. That's why at Southern Smiles of Sylacauga, we've made it our mission to offer affordable, convenient dental care in a comfortable, welcoming environment. We offer affordable financing, and because we know you're busy, we will try to make your dental appointment as convenient as possible. It doesn't get any more convenient than that. It will never embarrass you, belittle you, or make you feel self-conscious about your teeth. Even if you haven't seen a dentist in years, that's all right with us. Sedation Dentistry, affordable, convenient, and compassionate. Give us a call today at Southern Smiles of Sylacauga, the office of Dr. Rick Redman and Dr. Casey Price at 256-245-3645 or visit southernsmilesofsilicauga.com and leave your fear behind. Now you're home for live Wolves football play-by-play on the flagship station for Fayetteville Wolves Athletics, RadioAlabamaSports.net. to the Fayetteville Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union where you belong. Now, back to the action. 
Welcome back to Red Devil Stadium where we're less than five minutes to kick off, about three and a half minutes. Until then, the uh, captains have already went to midfield, and we're about ready to get things out of the way. Yeah, I was waiting on a national anthem there, but it doesn't sound like they're going to do one because usually it'd be over by now. Well, here we well, go. I believe you jinxed it, Jacob. We'll be right back. First Baptist Church of Chillicaga's youth pastor and team chaplain, Chris Thylacker, is available for school administrators, coaches, parents, and student-athletes of any area schools. He prayerfully and persistently encourages our coaches, players, and parents. This is what community looks like. This is First Baptist Church of Chillicaga on Broadway at East Fort William Street, right across from the post office. Sunday school at 9.45 a.m., Sunday worship at 11 a.m. Most lumber prices are finally coming down. So if you put off that project or finishing something else, come to Van Sant Hardware and get everything you need. They don't just have lumber. They have paint, pipes, tools, and literally everything you need to build or fix just about anything. Plus, you get the friendly advice of folks who have been there, done that. There's always a story to be had with a smile and a laugh. You won't get that at Home Depot, and they have a better variety of yellow wood lumber. So for all your hardware and project needs, go to Van Sant Hardware on Highway 280. Financing your new home with Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union is as easy as one, two, dream come true. You can still find a great deal on a home loan. Coosa Pines offers fixed rate and adjustable rate mortgages at rates often below all others. And Coosa Pines makes it easy to finance the home of your dreams with no application fees and low closing costs. Visit CoosaPinesFCU.org for details today. Federally insured by NCUA Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID 46059. Annual percentage rates vary. Membership required restrictions apply. is right here. This is Fayetteville Wolves football on the Fayetteville Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Welcome back. We're about to get action underway. Blake Bagel alongside Jacob Bassett up in the Atkinson Halls broadcast booth. We're less than a minute to kick off, and we're excited to get some action underway. This live game action is coming to us brought to you by Toyota of Silicaga, where my wife actually went and put a deposit down on a car today. So I want to give a, a shout-out to Alice over there who helped her and was real kind to me on the phone when I talked to her as the uh, – Urbina Devils run out, and we're about set to get this thing underway. The Wolves come out with uh, gold helmets, white jerseys, and white pants. And the Verbena Devils come out in blue helmets, uh, red jerseys, and blue pants. So there won't be any problem distinguishing between the two, Jacob, because we're just now about set to kick things off. Yeah, to get an idea of what the Verbena helmet looks like, it kind of reminds me of the Ole Miss powder blues. Yeah, that it does, Jacob, just a little bit darker. But, yeah, and I, I love those powder blues. I mean, I think they fit well, and um, I hope they put that into the new NCAA football game they're coming out with next year. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Me too. And uh, so we got things teed up. The Wolves will be receiving the opening kickoff as Christopher Guzman uh, gets ready to kick his thing deep. And Zeke DeLoach is back deep to return this thing. 
Yeah, so pretty night. We're high atop the press box here at Red Devil Stadium. I'm ready to get this season underway. Jake and me and you both. And um, so as Guzman gets things teed up, he's waiting on the officials go ahead, looking over towards the sideline. And I don't think we'll see an onside kick this early, but I've seen crazier, Jake. Yeah, and the ball's set up that way. And we're underway. It's a short squib kick, and it's fell on um, by the Fetwell Wolves, and that was number 75 uh, for the Wolves. That would be Peyton Craft, and Fetwell Wolves set up great field position at the 48-yard line as Cadence Barrett will lead this offense out here and see if he can get the ball moving. Yeah, you couldn't ask for better field position to get your season started. We're just, you know, a couple of yards on our side of the 50. Here's your opportunity right here, first thing. Yeah, definitely uh, get some momentum going here early, Jacob. Yeah, we know we can move the football. That we do. We'll come out in the shotgun. Barrett quarterback, two receivers split out to each side. He calls for the ball. He takes a snap, and it's going to be a fake handoff. He's going to run the ball up the middle and puts his head down, and he might have gotten a yard. And he's taken down by Jacob Morris um, over the Verbena Devils. Yeah, starting early just to get your run game established. You know, getting a couple of yards here and a couple of yards there will open up big things. And right there, uh, Cadence ran the ball up for a two-yard game. That it will, Jacob. And, and starting out at running back, we've got uh, Aiden Blair as he now checks out of the game. And uh, Hunter Hammonds comes in there. So they got a plethora of guys they can stick in the backfield with Barrett. Barrett in the shotgun. He takes the snaps low. Drops back to pass. It's a screen to Zeke Delote. Shoots a man out. He's got five yards. He's got ten yards. And they move the chains, and they'll go down to the Verbena 40-yard line for a first down. Yeah, the way the Wolves were set up right there, it looked like the, the Red Devils defense was expecting a run, and we had a little short little quick pass off of a low snap. Not a bad game. That it was. That was a good pass to get confidence going not only for the receivers, but also for Barrett at quarterback making his first official start. And uh, that was a Southern Smiles of Silicaga first down. Those of you just tuning in, we're a minute into the game, 0-0, but the Wolves have a first down at the Verbena 40-yard line. Barrett sends Blair in motion, takes a snap, drops back. He's going to fire one across the field, and it is caught by Reed Wallace at the 32-yard line, and that'll be second and two. Yeah, great job by Wallace right there to make sure that he had both arms under the football, so the referee standing right there knew it was a catch. The referee thought so, and it was a good catch, and that's not a bad game. Yeah, Jacob, and that's a guy Coach Limbaugh talked about a couple weeks ago of seniors that um, you know didn't really play a whole lot and have really stepped up this year and being a team leader on and off the field. Barrett in the shotgun. Hammond's in the backfield with him. Two receivers split. Takes a snap. Drops back. He's got a clean pocket. He unloads one deep right to Zeke DeLoach. Caught in the end zone. And that'll be six points for the Wolves. Wow. You see what one run will do? It opened up that passing game. Three great passes in a row, and that third one was... Six for the Wolves. That it was. And, uh, Jacob, what a beautiful spiral pass there by Barrett. And, and what about the pocket, man? Gave him plenty of time to air that one out. And, and Zeke had his guy beat from the start. Barrett seen it and delivered a beautiful pass uh, for the Loach there. And so that will bring him up six to nothing with about ten minutes left in the first quarter. And this will be Nick Abara attempting his first extra point as a Fettel Wolf. 
Takes the snap. Snaps good. Holds good. Kicks blocked. And in high school, you can't return it back. So the score will stand at 6 to nothing. Yeah, looking at the clock right you know, to our left, that was a less than two-minute drive. I know the field position helped us out a lot there, but still a drive for six in less than two minutes. You couldn't ask for a better way to start your season. No, you can't, Jacob. Your first drive, you get a touchdown, and in a minute and 53 seconds, I'll say that's a success as Nick Abarro will get the kicking team lined up here for the Wolves and kick his thing deep. And, you know, we saw Nick kick it off a lot last week, and he doesn't do a bad job on kickoffs. He'll do better than a 10-yard squib like Verbena got us started with. Yeah, that's exactly right, Jacob. And I'm going to tell you what, this Atkinson Holmes broadcast booth is really doing us some good this evening as it's positioned just under the trees over there across from us, so it's keeping the sun out of our eyes, and those clouds are helping. It's just a beautiful day for football, and we got an unusual breeze in August here in Alabama coming across up here so I mean it's it's uh it's nice and you know it's uh it's a good point it's a good time to be out here watching some football and State Farm Albia Tears scoreboard update Wolves six for being a nothing as they get ready to kick this thing off. So we're waiting on the officials and Nick Abara is ready to kick this thing. He's got it on the tee he runs up and it's going to be a short kick. It's an onside kick, and it is fielded by Verbena, and they will start out with excellent field position as well at about their own 47-yard line, and that was taken by number 33, Ryan Simmons, and so he could have just fell on it right there but picked up some extra yardage, set them up with good starting field position. Well, really, if you look at it, both teams are starting from about the same spot on the field. Yeah, that they are, Jacob. So we'll see if this Wolves defense can stand strong and get the ball back to their offense. So coming out will be number 16, Jonathan Marino, the senior, leading this offensive unit. He takes the snap. It's going to be a handoff to the right side. He's got some good blocks. He's to the 50s, to the 45, to the 40, to the 35, to the 30, before Barrett lays a lick on him at about the 25-yard line, and there is a yellow handkerchief on the field, and I can't seem to see why that is. Uh, it was way after the play, so you'd have to think unsportsmanlike conduct or something like that, but I, like you said, I didn't see what, what had happened there. Uh, so we'll wait for the call on the field. They're discussing it over there as uh, Donald Jackson took that run for about 30 yards there. And we'll see. I'm not sure what was said. They waved the flag off. Okay, so I guess uh, they couldn't agree on something. So Verbena will have a first down at the 25-yard line. So Coach Limbaugh's coming out on the field. See what he's got to say. Is that a charge timeout, or he just say he wanted to figure out what was going on? But don't you have to call a timeout to do that? If so, that's using a timeout early, which you don't need to do. No, nah, you want to save those for late in the half, try to get six points on the board before the half. Uh, but great run, run there uh, by Donald Jackson. Really followed his blockers, and there were some good blocks laid on the Wolves defenders there. Looks like we're ready for some more action. They'll come out in the shotgun. Two receivers to the near, one to the far side. They got a big offensive unit there. Jacob takes the snap. It's going to be handoff up the middle. It's going to be five yards. Jukes out of man. He can't get taken down. That's ten yards. Jumps around. 
hits a man, and that'll be a pickup of about 15 yards, and that was number six, Jacob Morris, on the carry. And so just like that, the Verbena Devils are knocking on the door. Yeah, they saw that we scored quick. Now they're trying to do the same, and they haven't thrown a pass yet. This running game for Verbena, as we saw last week, is a pretty decent running game, and they're proving it right now. That it is, and 9.42 left to go in this first quarter. Wolves up 6 to nothing, but Verbena is driving. Five receivers set. Marino in the shotgun. Takes a snap. Sends a man in motion. It's Jackson. He gives it to him on the jet sweep. He's got two men to beat. He runs through them over the goal line. Touchdown. Well, that caps off a very short drive for Verbena. Just over a minute. And... Well, excuse me, that was just under a minute, about 49 seconds, and they put six points on the board. Some great running there by the team, especially number 22, Donald Jackson, as he carried the rock two of their three plays there. And looks like they'll keep the offense on the field and try to go up by two. Yeah, not every 1A or 2A school has a kicker, and you'll see a lot of them go for two. It's very true. And the pistol is going to be... A pass to the left side is thrown, and it's going to be caught in the end zone. Diving catch. What a throw there by Marino to Ethan Hand, and that'll be a successful two-point conversion. Well, it looked to me like the ball was on the ground, but there's no review, and you got to respect the call, and as it is, it's 8-6. to six That's right. We'll take a quick break here. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. We've got a new Ace Hardware, and they're your tailgating headquarters. They have Green A grills in all sizes and premier charcoal, such as B&B and Fogo. They also have Yeti coolers. So go by and see Wade Pruitt and his crew, and see all the great grand opening deals at your new Ace Hardware next to the breezeway of the Ogletree Plaza Shopping Center on West Fort William Street in Sylacauga. Welcome back to this live game action presented by Toyota of Silicaga. We're hanging out in the Atkinson broadcast booth as Verbena gets ready to kick this thing off again to the Wolves. And the ball is on the ground, and it looks like the Wolves were able to get on it, but it happened so quick. Um, that was fielded by the Wolves there. That was number 51, who we do not have a number for, and he thought he was going to try to get some yardage out of that, and the Verbena defender knocked the ball right out of his arms. And fortunately, they were able to fall on it. Well, the way the Red Devils are kicking off, you need to fall on it because the reason why they're kicking that short, you can get to the ball quicker and try to force a turnover like we just saw. Yeah, and most of you guys that you're going to have up there aren't your uh, ball carriers either. And you have most of them deep, so it's a good strategy. And those of you just joining us, it is just under three minutes into this first quarter. Both offensive has struck, and Verbena has an 8-6 to six lead over the Wolves. Barrett comes out in the shotgun, two receivers to each end. He sends the Loach in motion. It's a jet sweep. He gives it to the Loach, who cuts up through the middle. Is hit pretty hard, keeps on going, and picks up about five yards. And so that'll second, set him up with second and medium. Yeah, it looked like the Loach was going to get a minimal gain there, but a little spin move got him an extra three, four, maybe five yards right there. Not a bad run. Yeah, so quick. And, and you know, for his size, really, really powerful. You think he's taken down, and he'll carry two or three big defenders there with him. And Aiden Blair checks into the game. You know, he got a few calls last week in the Jamboree game, and I'm um, curious to see if they utilize him a little bit more in this game. 
in the shotgun. Two receivers split out to each end. Cole Hoarder and Ree Wallace to the near side. Barrett steps back. He fires one deep to number 18, Landon Payton, who makes the catch at the 25-yard line. He was draped over by the Verbena defender. That was great coverage there by Dustin Davis, but Landon Payton just went over above and made the catch for a huge game and a Southern Smiles of Silicaga first down. Yeah, I'll touch on Landon Payton here in a minute a little further, but let me tell you, Right there, Landon hit, had none of it. He said that was his football, and he, nobody was getting it but him. Yeah, Davis got mossed on there on that one. In the shotgun again, two receivers out to each end. Takes a snap. It's going to be a QB blast up the middle. Barrett picks up eight yards, carries on, and I think by the end of that, he picked up. Yep, about eight yards. Yeah, uh, my little girl had a birthday party last Saturday, and uh, Landon's cousin, Briley, is my little girl's best friend. Briley goes to Fayetteville, too. And I said, we call Landon's name a lot. She said, yeah, us Peytons are athletes. Well, hey, it, it starts with a winning attitude and confidence. Sound like they've got it. And Barrett comes out in the shotgun again. Two receivers split out to each end. Takes a snap. It's the same play right up the middle. Stiff arms the guy, gets to the outside, runs over the quarterback for Verbena, who also plays on the defensive end, and he'll pick up a Southern Smiles of Silicaga first down as we're just about five minutes into this first quarter. Wolves trailing eight to six, but they're knocking on the door. And, Jacob, this one has the feel of a shootout. Yeah, it's going to be a buckle-up, let's-ride kind of deal tonight. But I'll tell you what, that's the kind of football I love. Yeah, I don't want to watch a blowout. I like to see a close game, and it looks like that. What that's what we'll have tonight. Two receivers to each end again in the shotgun. Barrett sends Deloach in motion, tosses it to him on the jet sweep, and it looked like Deloach was going to be taken down, and he fights away, shimmies around, and picks up uh, about a yard. You know, uh, Zeke's a little quick on his feet. He's missed every time he's ran the ball. It seems like the first defender is missed, but it slowed him down just enough for him to get a couple of yards before another defender meets him. That it has. And, and for those of you not very familiar with the jet sweep, it's ran a lot now in uh, the high school and collegiate levels because if your guy that's cutting across in front of the quarterback drops the ball, it's not a fumble. It's an incomplete pass. So it's a, it's kind of a safe thing to run when you got guys that – Fumble the ball some. Takes a snap. Barrett is going to fire one, and it's caught at the one, or excuse me, at the four, taken down to about the two, and that was number 34, Atticus Jacks, on the catch. And that'll get, set up a Southern Smile to Silicaga first down as they're knocking on the door inside the five-yard line. Yeah, we talk about Atticus a lot on the defensive side of the ball, but sometimes on offense he's a playmaker. That he is, and I believe he was in the tight end position for that play. Uh, nope, he was set out wide. My mistake. Wolves have kind of got a heavy set here as they got Hunter Hammonds in at fullback and Zeke didn't running back position and Cadence Barrett gives it to neither of them. He sneaks up the middle and just short of the goal line. They'll mark him down at about the half yard line. And it looks like they're taking a heat timeout on the field. We'll take one with them. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Hi, I'm Dr. Rick Redman, a dentist at Southern Smiles of Silicaga. 
and I'm Dr. Casey Price. Together we treat patients who experience deep fear when it comes to the dental drill. But another source of big anxiety for people can be the dental bill. That's why at Southern Smiles of Sylacauga, we've made it our mission to offer affordable, convenient dental care in a comfortable, welcoming environment. We offer affordable financing, and because we know you're busy, we will try to make your dental appointment as convenient as possible. It doesn't get any more convenient than that, and we'll never embarrass you, belittle you, or make you feel self-conscious about your teeth. Even if you haven't seen a dentist in years, that's all right with us. Sedation Dentistry, affordable, convenient, and compassionate. Give us a call today at Southern Smiles of Sylacauga, the office of Dr. Rick Redman and Dr. Casey Price at 256-245-3645 or visit southernsmilesofsilicaga.com and leave your fear behind. Welcome back to the action here from the Hackinson Home Broadcast booth. Me and Jacob up here, and uh, we're watching the Wolves hopefully score a touchdown here. It's a handoff up the middle to Zeke Loach. He carries some guys, and he was met in the backfield pretty quickly, and he'll get back to the one-yard line. And uh, that'll set up a third and goal, and you would think he got two tries to get this, Jacob. Yeah, we've gone as far up the field as you can without scoring, if that gives you an idea of where the football's sitting right now. And we should be able to get it in two plays. We're running the ball well. We're, we're short passing pretty well. I think we have an opportunity right here. Yeah, they're really doing some good things on offense. As we're just about seven minutes into this first quarter. Wolves down eight to six. Barrett under center. He's going to take the snap, and he's going to hand it off to Hunter Hammonds, the fullback. Again, no gain as they're stuffed. And this will bring up a fourth down decision. And based on the point after temp earlier, They'll probably go for this one. Yeah, you probably have no choice right here. You know, you've seen what your field goal unit did on your first score. Do we see a pass here, or do you think we'll see a run? Uh, if it were me, Jacob, I would have all five receivers set out, and I would have Zeke in at quarterback because they'll think he'll be running it. But, you know, he can pass, too. But it looks like they'll come out in heavy set again. I bet we'll see a quarterback sneak here by Barrett. Barrett under center. Takes a snap. He's going to sneak and he's going to get in. That's going to be a touchdown for the Wolves, and that'll put them up 12 to 8 pending the point after attempt. So with 4.23 left in the first quarter, the Wolves have struck again. I think right here you have no choice but, but to go for two, and it looks like Limbaugh is going to do just that. Yeah, you definitely got to stay up by, by six points because, you know, if you don't get this and they get a touchdown and go for two, then. You know, they're up by four points, and they drove the ball just as much as you have, so it really does make a difference. For this point after 10, we got two receivers set out to each end. Baird in the backfield with Hammonds. He takes the snap. He's looking to Zeke DeLoach. Excuse me, he's looking for Reed Wallace on the slant, but that will fall to the ground. Incomplete. So now Nick Abar will bring out the kicking team, and they'll kick this thing off. Yeah, and... Uh like you said earlier, it looks like it's going to be a shootout, but that was a very critical two-point conversion. But the defense was all over that one and had none of it. That it was. That it was, Jacob. And this live game coverage that we have here this evening is presented by Toyota of Silicaga. And I'll tell you what, sitting up here in this Atkinson Holmes broadcast booth, the sun has just gone behind the airport hangar-style gym, if you're familiar with uh, the way Verbena is set up. And I'll tell you what, it's a beautiful night tonight. That it is, Jake. Well, good, nice night to play some football. and some. It looked like the rain came in just before we got here and cooled things off a tad bit. 
said we got that odd August breeze going out here, and I don't remember us ever getting this much rain in August. I'll tell you, or summer, really. Yeah. If you yeah. think about it. Got me thinking the government might can manipulate weather. <laughs> oh, man. But I'll tell you what, that rain's been, been a good thing this year. That it has, Jacob. And Nick Abara has to go ahead to kick this thing off. He jumps up to it, and this one's going to be a sky-high kick. That'll be fielded at the 15-yard line, up to the 20, to the 25. Gets a couple blocks to the 30. And, wow, the Wolves defender there, the coverage team, just took a lick. Like it was number 73 or 75. Peyton Kraft took a lick on that one right there by number 15. Jackson Brothers. And luckily, Atticus Jackson was right there to be able to finish that playoff to minimize the game that that returner had already had. Yeah, that he did. And so Marino's bringing the Verbena offense out for another drive. And, you know, what a name there, Jackson Brothers. I I thought that they were saying the Jackson Brothers. I wonder how many times he talks to somebody and they think that they're talking about two people. Five receivers set out. Marino takes a snap, drops back. It's a pass. It's a screen pass, and that is going maybe four yards as the Wolves' defense was all over that. Number 14, Cameron Hammonds on an open field tackle there. Yeah, great little shoestring tackle by uh, Cam Hammonds right there. Uh, you couldn't ask for a better tackle, but like we've talked about, he he got to the ball and wouldn't let him go. And it was uh, Mr. Zion Smith was going nowhere on that one. And so that'll bring up second and seven. They got a generous spot on that one. And we'll see what they do here. Three minutes and 30 seconds left in the first quarter. Wolves up 12 to eight. And Verbena offense seeing if they can match it. Another score here. Reno sends a man in motion. He takes a snap. He's going to fake the handoff and go up the middle. And he is met and hit hard. After about a yard gain, I couldn't tell the number, but there was a swarm of the Wolves' big hefties up there. Um, and based on the size-wise, it looks like it was number 78 for the Wolves, who I do not have a name for. Yeah, we need to talk to John about giving us some of these secondary numbers. I know. that I'm glad we ain't looking at the helmets or the jerseys. One, we're looking at both because Cadence Barrett's wearing number 12 helmet and a number 13 jersey. So, Marino... Bringing his guys back out here for this third and five attempt. He's got Lance Edwards in the backfield and two receivers to the near side. Takes a snap. It's hand off to the right side. He's got some open field. He's to the 40, to the 42. Ah, he gets to the, about the 47, and that'll be a first down for the Verbena Devils. So... They'll set up shot here for another set of downs, Jacob. Yeah, that really wasn't a bad set of downs for the Fayetteville defense. Just on those third down situations, you need to keep them from converting and get get them off the field. Never want to give up a run for a third and long like that, but that's not the first time I've seen that, even at the professional level. I, I remember I was watching the Raiders and Chargers last year on that game to see who got in the playoffs, and I think the Raiders converted a third and 22 on just a simple halfback give, so got to be ready for that. Marino sends a man in motion, takes his nap, balls on the ground. Marino falls on it, but that'll not only be a loss of a down, but it'll be a loss of three yards, so lucky break there for the Wolves' defense. Would have loved to have gotten the turnover there, but, I mean, a loss, I guess, will make up for that. That it will. Just under two minutes here to play in the first quarter. 
pulls up 12 to 8. And not sure if we have any State Farm Albia Spears uh, scoreboard updates, Jacob. I haven't, I haven't got any yet. I'm, I'm going to wait until the next break, and I'll try to get us one. Yeah, let's check and see what we got going on as the Tiger Bowl was being played tonight, and the trophy's handed out on that one. Reno takes a snap. It's going to be a handoff up the middle to Donald Jackson. Donald Jackson fights forward, and they finally just had to roll him dead as so many guys jumped on him, and he was not going down. He picks up four yards, so this will bring up third and nine. I tell you what, I love seeing all these white jerseys ball hawking to the football and maybe a two-yard, maybe not even a two-yard game. That's the kind of defense you want to see, but right here is where you really need to step up as a defense on third and long and get this football back. That is, Jacob. Here at the end of the first quarter, you definitely want to try to get the ball back uh, for your offense and put their defense back on the field. Two receivers to each side and the pistol set. And that's Morris in the backfield with him. He sends a man in motion, takes a snap. It's going to be a screen pass, which is thrown behind the line. Scribbage is a fumble. The ball's on the ground. The Wolves have it. Barrett dives on the ball at the 38-yard line, and that's going to be Wolves football. Forget a fourth down and a punt. I'll take a, a little uh, backwards pass for a fumble and a recovery by our favorable Wolves. That it was. And I'm going to tell you, you would think the senior would have uh, waited a little longer to throw that ball because if he'd have been about two yards forward, the receiver would have been an incomplete pass and they could have flipped the field. But, Jacob, when he threw that ball, I think that the receiver, Mr. Smith, thought that, uh, that it was incomplete and he didn't get to the ball quick enough and, and Barrett scooped it up. So the Wolves set up with great field position at the 38-yard line of Verbena. Barrett in the shotgun. Takes a snap. Rolls to the right. Is looking. Fires one deep, and it's caught at the 10-yard line. First down for the Wolves. That was number 14, Cameron Hammonds, and that's another Southern Smiles of Silicaga first down for the Wolves that they are just throwing this thing all over the place this evening. You know, we talk about the, the undersize, I guess you could say, about our offensive line, but they're doing just enough for our quarterbacks, no matter who it is, to get the football down the field on these big pass plays, and it's working out for us. That it is, and I'm going to tell you, Coach Limbaugh has really opened up the playbook. I don't know if he's turned his hat backwards over there and gotten crazy, but he has really opened things up as this might be the last play before the first quarter. Takes a snap. Barrett's going to run to the right side on a QB sneak. And he gets nothing. He'll be taken down, and that'll end the first quarter where the Wolves are up 12-8 to over Verbena. We're going to take a quick break as you're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. My name is Lynn Hodges, and I recently went to Coos Valley Medical Center for my annual mammogram. Since I'm classified as a senior citizen, I've experienced many mammograms over my years. Most of those tests have been painful, but my most recent mammogram was by far the most comfortable. The new 3D mammogram machine at Coos Valley made for a pleasant and comfortable experience. Thank you, Coos Valley, for making a life-saving test, one that was so much better. CVMC continues to be a jewel in the crown of our community. 
Most lumber prices are finally coming down. So if you put off that project or finishing something else, come to Van Sant Hardware and get everything you need. They don't just have lumber. They have paint, pipes, tools, and literally everything you need to build or fix just about anything. Plus, you get the friendly advice of folks who have been there, done that. There's always a story to be had with a smile and a laugh. You won't get that at Home Depot, and they have a better variety of yellow wood lumber. So for all your hardware and project needs, go to Van Sant Hardware on Highway 280. Welcome back in to Verbena Stadium over here. I believe it's called Red Devil Stadium. As the Wolves are knocking on the door, we're about to get the second quarter underway. Jacob, the Wolves are up 12 to 8 and are facing a second down and goal situation. Yeah, looking down on the sideline, Verbena's coach, uh, Allen Brothers, is looking frustrated. He had an opportunity to get the lead back. You know, we've been swapping that lead back and forth in the first quarter. And right now, our Wolves have a chance to build on to their lead. Jacob, I thought they were on the goal line a little bit closer, but they're at the... Oh, yeah, that's because the ball was uh, at the 10-yard line. Never mind, disregard that. I got confused. So, second and 12 set. Two receivers set out to each end. Barrett and Hammonds in the backfield. Takes a snap. It's above his head. Barrett falls on it, but not before he loses seven yards back to the 22. So this will set him up with a third and a long situation. So you'd think you got to get you got two plays to get this one, Jacob. Yeah, this is uh, not where you wanted to be at third down. But you know what? With the way our passing game is going, maybe we can get a couple of uh, quick. This is obviously four down territory, so two little maybe 10-yard passes, and we'll be all right. That is, Jacob. And uh, this live game coverage is brought to you by Toyota of Silicaga. And we'll see what the Wolves do here. And it's third and long. Two receivers to each end. Barrett. Takes a snap, drops back, he's rolling to the left. He gets hit as he thrown in the end zone. Touchdown, Wolves. What a throw and what a catch by Zeke Deloach. And that will be his second score of the night. And Barrett took a lick as he trots off the sideline, acting like nothing happened. That'll be another six for the Wolves. Forget four down territory. Let's do it on third down. What, a 20-yard pass for a score right there? Yeah, that it was, Jacob. And I'm going to tell you what, I... Barrett, I think, can throw that thing higher than he can far. I mean, wow, what a beautiful spiral he threw. You know, when Limbaugh told us last night Barrett was going to start tonight, I was excited to see what he has. And I'll tell you right now, I'm impressed. Me too, Jake. But I did not think that this was coming. Um, by him. He, he did some good stuff in the Jamboree, don't get me wrong, but I never knew he had that arm on him. And uh, Coach John Limbaugh is going to take a timeout. We'll take one with him, and we'll be right back at the Atkinson Homes Broadcast booth. Looking for a church home? We invite you to visit First Baptist Church of Sulacaga. First Baptist provides sound doctrine and worship with many opportunities for spiritual growth and meeting new friends. Currently, Sunday morning worship is in person beginning at 11. First Baptist is located at the intersection of Fort Williams and Broadway Avenue, right across from the post office. But you may also view our Sunday services live streamed at theupliftingword.com. This is another money moment from Sycamore Federal Credit Union. Did you know the more money you pay down, the lower you could get your payment? Let us help to get you in that ride. Sycamore Federal Credit Union, online at sycamorefcu.com. Welcome 
Welcome back to the Atkinson Homes broadcast booth. As the Wolves are taking on the Verbena Devils here in Verbena, and they have an 18-8 lead, and they're going to attempt this point after as they just scored a touchdown. Barrett under center takes a snap, and he fumbled it, and it was fell on by Verbena. So that's the three straight scoring drives, three straight failed point after attempts, but they still got a 10-point lead, and Nick Abar will bring this kicking team out uh, to kick the ball off. And, Jacob, based on the performance by this offense last week, I had no idea this was coming. You learn from your mistakes. And it looks like as far as the offense, offense goes, we've corrected those mistakes. And we put three straight scores on the scoreboard to show that. That it is, Jacob. And I don't know if it's necessarily learning from our mistakes. I just I feel like Coach Limbaugh, with last week being a jamboree, he came out with a very limited playbook. Still executed throughout the game, but I knew he wanted to throw that ball after he's had two straight years of having uh, a great quarterback and statistically leading the state in uh, multiple passing categories. And I knew he wanted to throw that thing, and I could just tell on the sidelines he wasn't in opening it up. But wow, look at what he's doing tonight! And you know, he's just—he's really pulled some stuff out of that hat this evening. Yeah, this is what you wanted to see out of our. Wolves, and I'm loving it right now. Me and you both, Jacob. Bar is getting ready to kick his thing off. And it's going to be a short squib kick. It lands at the 40, and ooh, that was a close one as Verbena barely keeps possession. They'll have good field position, but if it not not been for Ryan Simmons uh, hustling to that ball, the Wolves may have the ball yet again. Yeah, Brenton Cantrell was there for the Wolves, but you know that returner for the Red Devils was had maybe one step on him to be able to recover that. Daddy did, Jacob, and that's why you always got to be prepared. And uh, Simmons has been prepared most of the time tonight. He's fielded a couple of them short kicks uh, by the Wolves, and Marino bringing the offense back onto the field in the shotgun set. Two guys in the backfield with it. And I'm not sure who jumped first, but we're going to have the play blown dead, and I'm not sure if this is offsides or false start. I believe Ashton Donahue jumped a little early. I got a little excited, so that will move them to the 49-yard line, and this will be first and five. And just under a minute into this second quarter, Wolves leading 18-8, to looking to get another stop on defense. Yeah, stop right here would work miracles. That it would, Jacob. And the shotgun again. Two backs in the backfield with Marino. Receiver split out to each end. He's going to hard count. He's going to take the snap. It's going to be a fake handoff. And that is going nowhere as number 75, Peyton Craft for the Wolf, blast through that offensive line to take down uh, number six, Jacob Morris. So that play went nowhere and actually lost some of the yards they gained from offside, so it's going to be second and seven. Yeah, Peyton Kraft is going to be a name we're going to say all year. And, you know, Coach Limbaugh told us that last night. That he did. That he did. And that just goes to show a coach knows his players. So we'll see what they can do here. Coming out in the shotgun set yet again. Trips to the far end. Single receiver to the near end. Marino takes the snaps, handoff up the middle. The Wolves crash through there again, and this time stop them at the line of scrimmage. There were three guys in the backfield before that play could set up, and Lance Edwards was going nowhere. So this will bring up third and eight. Yeah, Coach Reed, the man wearing the highlighter hat over there, is 
He has this defense ready. This is the best I've seen a Fayetteville defense. I couldn't tell you how long. That it, that it has, and he has really worked with these guys in the offseason. You see effort. You see an explosion every play, and you also do not see wimpy tackling, um, which is always what you want to see as a defensive guy. Three receivers to the far, one to the near, third and long. Marino takes the snaps, a fake handoff up the middle to Donald Jackson. He breaks around to the outside, and Cameron Hammonds is there to lay it down on him, and they'll lose a yard. This will bring up fourth and nine, and I think you'll see the punt team. Yeah, you really have no choice. You're on your own side of the 50 here, so if you go for it and not get it, you're sitting this I guess you could say high-potent Wolves offense up with great field position. I don't think we've said that in a long time, Jacob. This team is firing on all cylinders on both ends. As we're three minutes into the second quarter, Wolves up 18-8, and they will be getting the ball back. And Ethan Hand will be coming out to punt the ball for the first time this evening. Takes the snap. And it's a fake. It's a pass down the field to Donald Jackson, and it's almost intercepted by Reed Wallace. And that will be an uh, incomplete pass. And it was lucky for Wallace it was. I think he thought about it. I was like, I need to bat this thing down because he would have really shot themselves in the foot there. And Wolves will set up on Verbena's side of the 50. So a uh, risk that did not pay off for Verbena there and. uh Wolves can make this a three-possession game. Yeah, Coach Brothers pulling a trick out of his pocket right there. And fortunately for us, it worked, and that sets us up with excellent field position. I believe we could try to get this thing in four plays. What do you think? I think we can do it. So eight minutes and 50 seconds left before the half. Wolves up 18-8 to eight, have scored on every drive so far. So let's see if Barrett and this offense can score yet again. Two receivers out to each side, and Hammonds is in the backfield with Barrett. Barrett's going to take the snap. It's going to be a double pass. Zeke DeLoach airs it out. Oh, he just overthrew Reed Wallace. That would have been six. Coach Limbaugh pulling out the trick plays, and it was executed properly, just a little overthrown. Reed Wallace, and uh, that'll bring up second and ten, and Allen Brothers does not like what he sees out there, so he's going to call a timeout. We'll take one, Will. This to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. Don't get burned with rising interest rates and limited inventory. Contact the Girls on Fire lending team at Movement Mortgage. Whether you're refinancing or purchasing, they want to be your mortgage lending team for life. Check out Movement Mortgage Silicaga on Facebook, where you can also apply for a mortgage 24-7 with the Apply Now button. Or contact Movement Mortgage at 256-365-0294. Movement Mortgage LLC supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179. For licensing information, please visit nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Sarah Ford's summer vacation bill payoff is underway. Tony Sarah Ford in Sylacauga is going to take the heat out of those summer bills and help you upgrade to a nicer, newer vehicle today. Tony Sarah Ford in Sylacauga is paying off summer vacation and back-to-school bills up to $1,250. No payments for 75 days, interest rates as low as 1.99%. Tony Sarah Ford on Highway 280 in Sylacauga. 1.99% APR financing for 48 months. Must finance with dealer preferred network or lender with credit approval. Welcome back to the Atkinson Holmes broadcast booth here at Red Devil Stadium as the Wolves and Red Devils are 
battling each other. They're just into this second quarter. Wolves up 18-8 and trying to get another drive going. Barrett takes a snap. He drops back. He fires one deep, and it's caught by Cameron Hammonds, who shakes off a Wimpley tackler, and he'll be taken down at the 25-yard line. That's a pickup of about 23 yards, Jacob, and another Southern Smiles of Silicaga first down. Well, I have a couple of Albia Steers scoreboard updates here. Seven to nothing, Comer. Uh, David didn't send me what quarter they were in, but in the first quarter, it's Moody 14, Silicaga 7. Okay, so uh, looks like they're both in close battles. And uh, it seems like every year in the Coach Johnson era, era, I should say, not error, and they play Comer closer and closer each year. Barrett in the shotgun, takes a snap, it's a sneak up the middle. He's got a wide open field, and he runs forward, meets a defender, picks up about six to the left side of the field. Yeah, it looks like what Coach Limbaugh's trying to do here, he might be trying to set up a few runs in a row to maybe open up that passing uh, game for a touchdown. That he is, Jacob, just under eight minutes to go until the half. Wolves up 18-8, looking to score once more, and that Red Devil defense is looking gassed. In the shotgun yet again. Barrett with Hammonds in the backfield with him. Two receivers to each side. Takes a snap. Handoff straight up the middle to Hammonds. Hammonds powers through and oh, picks up the first down. But the ball is hit out. And there was no whistle. And that'll be a turnover. And the Red Devils will take over at about the 16 yard line. And it looks like Hunter Hammond's helmet was ripped off, and there was no call on the face mask. So it's usually pretty obvious that there was no call by the Zebras out there. But um, I didn't see anything from here because there were so many guys around him. I think you just got to go with the call on the field on that one. And Limbaugh's getting, trying to get an explanation on that, too, because everybody in the stadium saw that helmet come off. Yeah, but I guess you couldn't actually see somebody rip it off, so... Devils got away with there with one there, and let's see if the Wolves can get yet again another stop on the defensive end. Marino in the shotgun takes a snap. It's a handoff up the middle, and that's going nowhere. Maybe a yard on the pickup there with a run by Morris, and I bring up second down. Yeah, the Wolves defense is really wanting that football back after you know what had just transpired to play before while we were on offense, and I think. This defense is going to step up. Uh, the Red Devils are getting gassed on offense as well. That they are. And, you know, for the first part in their first drive, um, Marino and this offense were just firing on all cylinders. They were really running the ball well, and the offense was clicking. But it's really gotten stagnant here in the past few drives, and that's why they have eight points to show. Five receivers, Marino in the backfield by himself. Takes a snap, hands it off to Jackson, who fumbles it, but picks it right back up. And the Wolves' defense is right there to take him down. He picked up about two and a half yards before he was taken down, and they got a lucky bounce on that one, Jacob. Yeah, he tried a little spin move himself, but he spun right into two Fayetteville defenders for, what did you say, about a two-yard gain? Yeah, that he did. Limbaugh is on the field again, so we'll see what this is about. Limbaugh fired up out there. I don't think I've seen him this fired up in a while, Jacob. And it could be just because we hadn't played football in 10 months. But It looks like Hammonds, is, he's limping off the field. I think that's why Limbaugh came out. So let's hope that it's nothing major and we get him back out here. Yeah, he is walking out um, under his own abilities. So he should be all right. Just looks like maybe a stinger, hopefully. So third down, about six to go. 
Reno in the backfield. Has a man in motion. Takes a snap. He hands it to the man in motion. No, he doesn't. He faked everybody out, including me. And Morris is headed down the sidelines to the 40, to the 35, to the 30. Lost the football. The Wolves are on it. Wolves football at the 20-yard line. Hey, a big run like that and nothing to show for it. I'm telling you, Blake, I love this defense. Man, I love this new and improved 2022 Wolves football team. They never give up on the play. You know, last year, and this is not a knock at the guys playing, they would have gave up and let the guy score. They tracked him down after he had run for 40 yards to rip the ball out and take over field position at the 25-yard line. What a play on the defensive end, and I know that Coach Reed is fired up over on the sidelines. Well, actually, he don't look that fired up. He looks pretty calm, but um, I'd be fired up and excited. Hey, real quick, uh, State Farm, Alvia Steers Insurance scoreboard update is 14 to nothing Comer with eight minutes and 50 seconds to go in the first half. Okay, so 14 nothing lead there by Comer, and not sure what's going on the field. I'm not sure what they'd have to be discussing out there. Uh, mid quarter, mid quarter timeout. Oh, it's a mid quarter timeout. 5:35 left. You up for the half. Wolves up 18 to eight. We'll be right back uh, with the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Welcome back to Name That Company. We're in the final round. The winner of this round will be our grand prize winner, so let's go. Unique, stylish, quality furniture at a price you can afford. Jim. Furniture Masters. Correct. Easy financing for in-stock furniture and appliances you can take home seven days a week. Angie. Furniture Masters. Correct. Professional assistance on turning your house into the home you've always wanted. Bob. Furniture Master. Correct. With Furniture Masters, you're always a winner. In the Fort Williams Square Shopping Center on Highway 280. Welcome back to the Atkinson Homes broadcast booth where the Wolves are taking on the Verbena Devils with an 18-8 lead midway through the second quarter. Just got the ball back after a turnover. Barrett steps back, throws one down the field, and he just underthrew his receiver, who was standing there as number 82, Solly Brooks, and he was lucky Jackson wasn't able to extend and intercept that one, and it's bring up second and 10. Yeah, Solly Brooks looked like he was a little wide open there, but the the ball was just to his left a little bit, and like you said, we're lucky it didn't get intercepted. Uh, We are, Jake, so... To bring up second and ten, and I really like the play calling here on the offensive side of the ball by uh, Coach John Limbaugh and company. So two receivers split out to each end. Hunter Hammonds in the backfield alongside Barrett, the quarterback. He'll take the snap, drops back. He's going to fire it to Reed Wallace on the screen. Reed dances around, got tripped up for about a yard loss, and so this will bring up third and long. And there is a flag on the field. I believe it's going to be a late hit. Oh, well, that would be good for the Wolves if they can catch a break here on this drive. But looking to see who this flag is on, Jacob. Because from what I saw, uh, he was already down. That's exactly what it's going to be. He was already down, and the uh, Red Devil landed on top of him right at the helmet area. So, I mean, you have to throw the flag to say, hey, that's something you got to look out for moving forward. That's right, and it does look like Jacob Morris was the one there that it, I'm not sure if it was intentional or not, but he said it was on him. So, yep, and the officials step it out. Looks about like 
10 yards. Yep, no, 15. It was a personal foul, and that'll set up a Southern Smiles of Silicaga first down, no matter how you get it. As long as you get that first down, the Wolves will take over from the 34 now, and five minutes left to go to the half, up 18-8, looking to see if they can get something cooking on the offensive side of the ball. And Speaking of cooking, Milo's uh, set us up with that pregame meal. Yeah, it was it was good, wasn't it? Good stuff, Jacob. So we'll see what Coach Limbaugh draws up here. Two receivers split out to each end. Cameron Hammond's in the backfield with Cadence Barrett. Barrett, he's going to take the snap, and he's going to hand it off to Hammond right up the middle. He's caught, and he's dragged down, but he dragged a couple defenders with him for a pickup of about one and a half. Yeah, I believe we're setting up for a pass here with these running plays. Uh, we are. I bet you Coach Limbaugh is trying to make this the final drive before the half. Slow things down a little bit. And we know for a fact that John Limbaugh can draw up a long drive. Yeah, that he can. I mean, I have sit here in this booth before, especially when I first started doing this. He ran the ball even more, and I was like, my God, is this drive ever going to be over? Do you remember the 10-minute drive against Lynette last year? I do. I do remember that. Two receivers set out to each end. Barrett takes the snap and he drops back. He's got plenty of time. He fires one. And it's intended for Zeke Deloach and intercepted by Donald Jackson. Barrett won't catch him and he'll go for six. So, wow, what a change of events. One bad throw put Burbino right back in this game. And so it'll be 18-14 to 14 and pending the two-point conversion could be a two-point ball game. Yeah, I like the idea of, you know, making this the last possession of the first half, and you tried to throw a, a pass. Is a pass I don't believe was there, and you paid for it. Yeah, he tried to thread the needle, and, you know, sometimes you have those. I'm sure he'd, he'd be glad to have that one back if, if he could, but you can't be perfect. And so that'll make the new score 18-14 to 14 with just under four minutes to go before the half. So... For this extra point attempt, let's see what they do. They're going for two. Takes a snap. Jackson's going to give it to Morris up the middle. Morris just walks right in there. Gets the two-point conversion. And so that'll make the game the new score, 18-16. to 16. Yeah, hopefully that last pass was a lesson learned. Let's just try to run the football, kill this first half clock. And unfortunately, Verbena gets the ball back to start the second half. Yeah, I think John Limbaugh's philosophy is a little different here. I think he'll probably want to come out and try to score one more time and maybe make this a 10-point ball game before the half. Yeah, I'd feel comfortable with a 10-point lead going into the locker room at halftime. So let's see what John has uh, drawn up right here. Man, Jacob, these are the ones I like, ones that make me get nervous. And I'm nervous now that this is a close game again, and this is just what ball's all about. Yeah, we were sitting comfortable here about ten, about two minutes ago, and now our hearts are thumping out yeah, of our chest. Are. Matter of fact, I might think I need to stand up here for a second. We'll get the uh, kick return team out uh, there. Excuse me. It looks like offside there. It won't be called. It's a squib on the middle, and it's fumbled by the Wolves, picked up by Wallace. Wallace is at the 40. Wallace is at the 50. Wallace is thrown out of bounds at about the 44-yard line after a good return. Could have fell on it, decided to scoop it up and run. So Wolves got decent field position as we're just under four minutes to go before the half. 
Oils up 18 to 16, and I'm sure they would like to get something going here. Yeah, I believe there could have been 15 more yards after that right there because I believe there was a late hit out of bounds, but it was a no call, but we're still set up with pretty good field position. Yeah, that it was, Jacob, but you got to let the guys play, so I'm okay with, with some no calls sometimes as long as it's not blatantly obvious. And uh, glad that Toyota of Silicaga's got this live game coverage going for us this evening because Jacob I know I am having a blast up here in the Axton Holmes broadcast booth. Yeah not a bad seat if you ask me. Yep me neither. So two receivers to each side. Barrett takes a snap and he's going to run it up the middle. He's going to blast forward for about four yards and I see he runs the ball the next play after the interception. John might be a little hesitant about letting him air one out after that last interception. Yeah, and, you know, running the football will kill the clock and maybe set you up for a few little quick shots at the end zone towards the end of the half. That it will, and I'm not exactly sure how many timeouts each team has left. Um, I can't really tell based on the the scoreboard over there, but I'd imagine each team has about two left, if I had to guess. Because you remember John took one early. Yeah, and so did uh, Coach Brothers. Takes a snap. Barrett is a handoff up the middle to Aiden Blair. Aiden picks up about a yard before he's has a lick laid on him there by Ethan Dobson. First time we've called his name this evening. And you know what? I can't go without saying, looking across the field, we we travel well, but I'm telling you, those stands over there looking at the Fayetteville crowd from where we're sitting is pretty full. Yeah, that it is, Doug. We always travel well, and the support by the Fayetteville community for not only the baseball or the football team, but also the baseball team, the basketball team. I mean, there's just so much support and loyalty, and it's just great to see um, because they don't have to go 8-2 and two and, and make a state playoff run for the community to be supportive, and that's what I like. There's a flag thrown. I'm not sure what this is. Maybe too many men on the field for Verbena, but based on the looks of it, it was a flinch by the Wolves, and so to go five yards back, and so you- make it third and about 11. And the back judge behind the defense saw that one. Wow. And threw the flag. Good eyes. <laughs> so third and 11. About two and a half minutes to go for the half. Wolves with a two-point lead. Barrett takes a snap, and it's high over his head, and he has to run back and gets it. He's still running with it. He might try to throw this thing, and there's a block in the back lady that I'm sure will be called, but isn't. Wow, no call on Reed Wallace blocking the back there at about the 42. And they'll end up with a play look like it might lose 15. They pick up eight. And this goes back to that let them play. Yeah. They're letting them play tonight. And looks like we're going to try to go for this thing on fourth down. I would, too, as we'll probably get to about two minutes left for the half. But, Jacob, from here, that looked like a block in the back. But no call there by the officials. Two minutes. I don't know what's going on. Something with the clock. And one of the zebras out there is uh, trying to get him to adjust it, and he does. And took it down. But was there two minutes to go? And they yeah, I think, the clock up? I think it stopped, and he said there should be. You know, because they keep up with the time with a little timer their pocket and i guess it was supposed to be two minutes so he had to correct them there on it yeah your back judge has what looks like a wristwatch and he'll start it and stop it with the clock and i okay. think that you know he didn't touch it and it said two minutes yeah, and that neither team's complaining they both get a breather and both get a free timeout essentially so 
This will be about fourth and three, and what a run there by Barrett. Now, like I said, this Wolves team not giving up on plays. Um, what a run there. And that's what you love to see in the game of football is not giving up on plays because that was almost a disaster, and disaster relief came in the form of a big run. <laughs> that it did, Jacob. That it did. And this clock's winding down to about 150 left to go before the half. Barrett. Oh, and they got the defense to jump. And if that indeed is offside, that's a first down for the Wolves. You got to love the hard count when it goes in your favor. Well, the Red Devils may have liked that time out there, but it gave Coach Limbaugh enough time to draw up a hard count. So um, now Coach Limbaugh take his own time out. We'll take a break with him, and we'll be right back to that because Holmes broadcast booth with the live game coverage presented by Toyota of Silicaga here shortly. Why should your business join the Great Acusa Valley Chamber of Commerce? Advocacy. The Chamber will do its best to meet your business needs. We want to hear what you need so that we can connect you with the people that can help. For more information, visit us at greateracusavalleychamber.com. Some extra energy to make it through the day? Allen Brew Market has monster energy drinks, candy, and snacks for that quick pick-me-up. At Allen Brew Market, they mean it when they say fuel for your car and fuel for your body. You're rolling with Allen, oh yeah. Allen Brew Markets. Welcome back to the Atkinson Homes broadcast booth where uh, the Wolves are taking on the Verbena Devils here in Chilton County. And to give you an Albia Steers scoreboard update, the, uh, see, I don't know what Moody's mascot is. The Blue Devils. The Blue Devils. The Moody Blue Devils are up on Silicon 21 to 14, and I'm not sure how much time is left in the second quarter, but I do know that that is a live score there. So um, just a little update there. And the Wolves are first and 10. Barrett steps back. He fires one deep. And there was three guys there. It looked like Marino was there a little bit early, but a good no call. And intended for Reed Wallace. That will bring up second and 10. Yeah, I'm glad we got rid of the football because Verbena brought the house there and it forced Barrett to throw. And we're lucky the pass was dropped with three defenders in the area. Yeah, that was a dangerous throw and uh, definitely can't be careless with the football there. And it's a minute and a half left to go before the half. Second and ten here for the Wolves. And with 4:22 to go, another Albiest here. State Farm Insurance scoreboard update is 20 to nothing with 4:22 to go at Legion Stadium, Comer over Chillsburg. Oh man, well, that one not looking so great there, Coach Johnson and company. Barrett in the backfield, two receivers to each end. Takes a snap, drops back. He has a clean pocket, fires one over the middle, and Landon Payton had a touchdown in his hands, and he dropped it. And Landon Payton probably thought the same thing, but you've got to think about the catch before you think about six. Man. That one makes me sick, Jacob. Landon saw that lane, and he knew he had six right there, but unfortunately you got to think football first. Yeah, you do, and he ran without the football there, and you can't do that. Got to secure that thing and then run. This will bring up third and ten with a minute 26 before the half. Wolves up by two and looking to, to expand that lead. Barrett in the backfield, two receivers to each end. Takes a snap, fires one, airs it out 
deep for Zeke DeLoach. He had two defenders on him and could not make the catch. So this will be fourth and ten, and you know Limbaugh will go for this. And we have a Red Devil down across the way over there. I don't see a number, but hopefully hopefully he'll be all right. Maybe we'll see him you know, walk off the field under his own power, and that's what it's looking like. Yeah, that's good to see. Donald Jackson is a key part of this offense and defense. So good to see him get up and walk off, and he'll have to set out for a play. And... Wolves huddled up over there, and he'll walk off the field. Gave both teams a little breather, so not saying he faked his injury. He looked like he was hurt. But. Yeah, it looks like he was being rude towards the trainer over there. The trainer's talking with their coach, and I don't know what was going on over there. Yeah, it looks like she come out to help him, and he was like, I don't need it, so... <laughs> So, they're sending another player out there for his replacement. And so, this fourth and ten attempt will be a big one, Jacob. Yes, this is, you need this first down here. I wouldn't even think about a touchdown right here. I'd be thinking first down. Me too. Zeke DeLoach, Cole Hardy, Landon Payton, and Reed Wallace in at receiver. Takes the snap. Barrett airs one out to Zeke DeLoach. Zeke DeLoach made the call. He caught it. He made the catch at the ten-yard line. And he caught it falling down, too. One-handed. Jacob, what a play that was. You know, last week he started out at quarterback, but Limbaugh saw that they needed him at receiver. There is a flag thrown. I think this is going to be unsportsmanlike once again on the Red Devils. Wow, you can't have that undisciplined play, but another... Excuse me, I was going to say a scoreboard update because we've been giving so many of them, but that's a Southern Smiles of Sylacauga first down, and Jacob, wow, what a catch that was. That's probably a, a catch of the year candidate right there. That it is, and we're only halfway through the first game. One minute to go before the half, and the Wolves are looking good as they're edging towards that end zone right there, Jacob. And it is looking like it's going to be, once again, a unsportsmanlike conduct penalty on the Red Devils. And that's his first uh. one of the game. One more, he's out. So you've got to let your cooler head prevail. Yeah, man, you definitely don't need that out there. You're already losing at home. And just got to keep your head in the game because anything can change. Any moment earlier, it wasn't looking good for them. They intercept and get sick. So, you know, you, you never know. Barrett in the backfield takes his nap. He's going to run this one up the middle. And he might have picked up a yard. And you've got to be quick about getting your offense set up because I do believe there's only one more timeout for the Wolves in the pocket right now. That it is in 40 seconds and ticking to go before the half. It looks like there's no huddling this thing up, and I'd be throwing the ball right here. Do you think we'll spike it and waste it down to stop the clock? No, I don't think Limbaugh will do that. Four receivers out there, two to each end. 23 seconds to go. Barrett. Takes the snap. He drops back, and he falls on the ground with the ball. Does Limbaugh have a timeout to spare? There's a flag on the field. And it looks like unsportsmanlike conduct again, Jacob. Yeah, but is it going to be on Barrett because the Verbena player hit him well after Barrett fell to the ground? The flag came late, so is it going to be on Barrett, or is it once again going to be on the Red Devils? I'm not sure, Jacob. Oh, it looks like it's going to be on Verbena. 
And there you go, another late hit by the Red Devils. I knew eventually it was going to catch up to them, and there it is. It's costed them. Well, it could have been a big play, and now you're going to be looking at first and goal. And that stops the clock with 12 seconds left. So this will bring the ball half the distance to the goal all the way up to the six-yard line, and that will be a Federal Wolves first down. And that clock starts to run. Nine, eight, seven, six. This will be the final play. Barrett drops back. He's rolling. Fires to the touchdown. Oh, the referee said no. And there should have been a second to go. They ran that thing down way too quick. And you'll see Limbaugh over there arguing with the official that they should have about .5 seconds left. And I'd have to say I agree. That six seconds went off of there extremely quick. And so I think the Red Devils think the same thing. They are really quick about getting off the field so the referees can't second guess themselves. So right now you're looking at an 18-16 score at the half. Yeah, we'll be right back here with the halftime show from the Atkinson Homes broadcast booth. At halftime, the Wolves have an 18-16 lead. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network presented by Tusa Pines Federal Credit Union. We've got a new Ace Hardware, and they're your summer outdoor grilling headquarters. They have Blackstone grills and Traeger wood pellet grills, plus road trip rockers and Kanga coolers. So go by and see Wade Pruitt and his crew, and see all the new great grand opening deals at your new Ace Hardware next to the breezeway of the Ogletree Plaza Shopping Center on West Fort William Street in Sylacauga. a good day when your morning starts off with fresh hot coffee as well as cappuccino and latte options from Allen Brew Market. They mean it when they say fuel for your car and fuel for your body. you're buying or selling a home, your success hinges upon the advice provided by your real estate agent. This is Blake Farr with Area Real Estate. I can help you understand how much house you can afford. If you're selling, I can estimate the value of your property and how to ensure your property sells quickly for the highest price possible. Stop by our office on West Fort William Street anytime between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. Let us find what you're looking for. You want the best opportunity to be successful in life. You deserve that opportunity. Well, you just happens to be in our motto. Central to you. Central to your success. Your future is right now. Don't wait. Make your dreams a reality by enrolling at Central Alabama Community College. Register today at CACC.edu. Financing your new home with Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union is as easy as one, two, dream come true. You can still find a great deal on a home loan. Coosa Pines offers fixed rate and adjustable rate mortgages at rates often below all others. And Coosa Pines makes it easy to finance the home of your dreams with no application fees and low closing costs. Visit CoosaPinesFCU.org for details today. Federally insured by NCUA Housing Lender, NMLS ID 44059. Annual percentage rates vary. Membership required. Restrictions apply. 
Cusa Valley Auto Sales in beautiful Sylacauga, Alabama continues to grow thanks to all our local customers and our loyal customers who love great vehicles at lower prices. We have trucks up to $10,000 off. We have cars up to three dollars and $4,000 off. Our payments are normally $100 to $200 less on the same vehicle as most dealerships around us. If you're looking for a gas saver, if you just want to improve your situation, please stop by and see us today for the best deal. Cusa Valley Auto Sales open from 10.30 a.m. till 4.30 p.m. Monday through Friday and 10.30 a.m. till 12.30 on Saturday. If you suffer from a sore or wound that won't heal, it's time for you to take control. Cusa Valley Wound Care in Silicaga is here to identify and tackle the problem with a treatment plan specifically tailored to your needs. The Wound Care Center is staffed with a professional team of specialists, all dedicated to healing. Talk to your physician or call 256-872-7777 for an assessment today. No referral needed. Valley Recycling is currently only serving commercial and industrial contractors for all of their recyclable metals. They can bring your business a dumpster to put recyclables into, and they offer demolition services. Call 256-245-4300 for a quote or for more information. Stay tuned to their Facebook page for when they plan to reopen to the public. Equal housing lender. Looking for a church home? We invite you to visit First Baptist Church of Sulacaga. First Baptist provides sound doctrine and worship with many opportunities for spiritual growth and meeting new friends. Currently, Sunday morning worship is in person beginning at 11. First Baptist is located at the intersection of Fort Williams and Broadway Avenue, right across from the post office. But you may also view our Sunday services live stream at theupliftingword.com. Welcome back to Name That Company. We're in the final round. The winner of this round will be our grand prize winner, so let's go. Unique, stylish, quality furniture at a price you can afford. Jim. Furniture Masters. Correct. Easy financing for in-stock furniture and appliances you can take home seven days a week. Angie. Furniture Masters. Correct. Professional assistance on turning your house into the home you've always wanted. Bob. Furniture Masters. Correct. With Furniture Masters, you're always a winner. In the Fort Williams Square Shopping Center on Highway 280. 
Why should your business join the Greater Coosa Valley Chamber of Commerce? Advocacy. The Chamber will do its best to meet your business needs. We want to hear what you need so that we can connect you with the people that can help. For more information, visit us at greatercoosavalleychamber.com. Heritage Freight provides a wide variety of transportation, warehousing, and logistics services. Heritage Freight has earned a solid record of accomplishment in the industry by focusing on providing world-class customer service, employing only the most qualified and experienced drivers, and by having an unwavering commitment to quality. Heritage Freight received the 2020 Alabama Trucking Association's Excellence in Safety Award. They invite you to try their services and see the difference for yourself. Call 256-245-2488 or contact them at heritagefreight.com. Don't get burned with rising interest rates and limited inventory. Contact the Girls on Fire lending team at Movement Mortgage. Whether you're refinancing or purchasing, they want to be your mortgage lending team for life. Check out Movement Mortgage Silicaga on Facebook, where you can also apply for a mortgage 24-7 with the Apply Now button. Or contact Movement Mortgage at 256-365-0294. Movement Mortgage LLC supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179. For licensing information, please visit nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Tony Sarah Ford's summer vacation bill payoff is underway. Tony Sarah Ford in Sylacauga is going to take the heat out of those summer bills and help you upgrade to a nicer, newer vehicle today. Tony Sarah Ford in Sylacauga is paying off summer vacation and back-to-school bills up to $1,250. No payments for 75 days. Interest rates as low as 1.99%. Tony Sarah Ford on Highway 280 in Sylacauga. 1.99% APR financing for 48 months. Must finance with dealer preferred network or lender with credit approved. I'm Dr. Rick Redman, a dentist at Southern Smiles of Silicaga. And I'm Dr. Casey Price. Every day, the Silicaga Chamber of Commerce receives calls from individuals who are interested in relocating or planning to visit our area. When they ask for realtors or contractors or where to eat and stay, the Chamber recommends Chamber members. The Chamber lobby is stocked with brochures, business cards, freebies, and literature from Chamber members ready to hand to those visitors. If you want your business to be in new hands, then a partnership with the Silicaga Chamber is perfect for you. Join today by calling 256 249 the Silicaga Parks and Recreation Department is hosting a movie in the park August 27th, 7 p.m. at Central Park in Silicaga. Now, according to their license, the name of the film cannot be specifically mentioned, but there will be a spider guy meet and greet from 6 to 7 p.m. If that gives you a hint, there will also be family-friendly food trucks on site, so come and bring your lawn chairs or a blanket to enjoy a free movie in Central Park. Sponsored by Heritage South. Credit Union. Most lumber prices are finally coming down. So if you've put off that project or finishing something else, come to Van Sant Hardware and get everything you need. They don't just have lumber. They have paint, pipes, tools, and literally everything you need to build or fix just about anything. Plus, you get the friendly advice of folks who have been there, done that. There's always a story to be had with a smile and a laugh. You won't get that at Home Depot, and they have a better variety of yellow wood lumber. So for all your hardware and project needs, go to Van Sant Hardware on Highway 280. Live from the Atkinson Homes broadcast booth, this is Fayetteville Wolves High School Football. This is the Radio Alabama Sports Halftime Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Welcome back.
Welcome back to Red Devil Stadium where me and Jacob Bassett are up here in the Atkinson Holmes broadcast booth enjoying a beautiful evening of football. And we're about halfway through this halftime break where the Wolves lead the Verbena Red Devils 18-16. to And, uh, Jacob, it's great to be here. We've seen a lot of positive things for the Wolves. They scored on their first three drives. The next two drives look promising. Um, of course, then they had the turnover, and they also have um, they ran out of time there. So, ended on not such a positive note, but there really were some positive things to take away there. Yeah, you couldn't ask for a better performance for your first game. You're moving the ball very well. That's something you know here in the past that you hadn't really seen out of the Fayetteville no. Wolves on a consistent basis. But it seems like every drive we've had so far, we're moving the ball well. We're, we're getting quick scores. But like you said, a couple of turnovers and maybe a costly penalty here and there has really kept us and the Red Devils close. That it has, Jake. I mean, they could have ran away with this game. And really, right now, the score should be 24 to 8. But uh, that costly interception that uh, Barrett threw when he was trying to throw that out route to Zeke Deloach, that, that cost him six points. Um, but the Wolves' defense, that's another positive note. There has not been any missed tackles. There have been hustle. But chase down Jacob Morris for after he had ran for 30 yards just to pop the ball out and, and get on it. So, Jacob, this Wolves team is hungry. They're playing with a winning attitude, and they're playing smart. Yeah, and you've got to think if a, the, a Red Devil ball carrier gets by the first level defender, there's one right there ready to get him. I like that. We're hawking the ball really good. I guess that's the term you can use as ball hawk. And this, we're going to call this defense tonight the ball hawk defense. That we are, Jake. But you know, besides that first drive when Verbena's offense was firing all cylinders, they kind of went stale after that. And, you know, they scored that other touchdown on defense. But the Wolves have been just crashing through the offensive line. And, and what's crazy about that is the Wolves' defensive line is is, is much smaller than, than Burbina's offensive line. So to see them crashing the boards like they are, are is something great to see. And they're playing with a lot of hustle and a lot of drive. And, you know, two guys that have really stepped up this game, and we've called their name a lot. That's Peyton Kraft and then on uh, Cameron Hammonds as well. Yeah, Cameron Hammonds and uh, Peyton Crafts are two really good players. Uh, Hammonds is making his presence felt on both sides of the ball. Peyton Crafts has kind of stepped up as a leader of the defensive line or, or the defense in general. Uh, we're, we're playing great football on both sides, and it starts with your leadership, and those are just two guys that you can look at and say tonight they were the leaders on the field. That it is, Jacob, and like I said, just just smart play by both teams. And um, Do we have any State Farm Albia Steer scoreboard updates? I don't have one, but I'm pretty sure before our halftime show's over, I'll have one. Good deal, Jacob. We're glad to hear that, and we're just about seven minutes till we kick off this Alta Point Hill third quarter. Um, and so we're just, it's just good to be here, Jacob. And we're just having a good time, like I said, hanging out here in the Axon Holmes broadcast booth and uh, just, just watching a little football. And the Wolves uh, looking great in their season opener and just hoping they can keep things up. Jacob, what are some, some keys to the game for the Wolves? Uh, what is something they need to do differently coming into the second half? Control the football, control the clock. You have the lead coming out of the locker room. Verbena gets the ball back to start the second half. But you need to make your presence on defense. Felt that first drive. You need to build off of that on offense, get a quick score, build your lead back to 10 points, 
And maybe, who knows, we can go back down Highway 31 and 22 home with a win tonight. Well, that's what I'm hoping. And, Jacob, I'm, I'm kind of right there with you. But something I'll add is, is control the ball. Uh, get the snaps where they need to be. There's been a, a few snaps that Baird has had to either jump, dive, or run after. So if we can control that, um, that means we can keep the play on time. And uh, so I think that's the main thing the Wolves at least need to do on the offensive side of the ball. Defensively, what do you think something that the Wolves can do to come out here and, and secure this W? Keep doing what you're doing. You're you're swarming the ball. You're making tackles. That's something like we we talk. I know we talk about it a lot, but here the past couple of years, that's just something we haven't done. And here we are tonight. It's the first game of the year, and this defense looks mid-season form. That they do, Jacob. And, and if you're Coach Allen Brothers for the Verbena Red Devils, how do you go in there and, and what do you say to your team in the locker room right now? They really haven't played very well and they haven't moved the ball very well, but they find themselves two points behind. And they can't do the same thing they did in the first half or else they'll lose. I'll say this, and then I do have a scoreboard update for you. Um they're the last maybe six minutes of the second half. Unsportsmanlike penalties costed his team some big plays, you know. You've got to have the cooler head. Coming out of our locker room, guys, we've got to have a cooler head. It's costed us. Get it out of your system before you walk out of this day. That it will, because when you start getting into crunch time at the end of the game, those penalties have cost you. And then you start adding them up at the end of games, it may cost you a few wins. And I do have a State Farm Albia Steers Insurance uh, score update from Comer Childersburg. It is Comer 20, Childersburg 7 at the half. All righty. Well, Childersburg got on the board there. And do we have an update from Silicon and Moody? I'm trying to find it right now. Uh, cell service is not good when you're down here in South uh, Chilton County. It's really no good anywhere in Chilton County. Uh, I have family that lives down here. And anywhere you go, really, there's not good service. It really feels like that in T- Talladega County, Jacob, too. It feels like if you're not on 280. Like, I'm, I'm going to tell you, man, I'm, I'm going to just have to, to pick on Verizon a little bit here, okay? I've used them as my care for a long time. In the whole town of Goodwater, Alabama, I'm sure you know where Goodwater is. I used I to work in Goodwater. Yeah, it's the whole town, Jacob, there is no service. I mean, from the time you get three miles out of town to when you're in town, there's no service. There's no service at my house. I have to go out to the driveway. So I don't know what's going on with everything. I need to get that junk fixed. Yeah, uh, and you go to our house, you know, we live right around the corner from each yeah. other. And cell service is almost non-existent. I know every night uh, TikTok's a new fad. Brittany likes to watch TikTok before we go to bed. I'm either, like last night I watched the Hopes Bluff uh, Southside Gadsden game. and yeah. she, She's not a big, she's, she loves to watch football, but not like me in this high school she don't care about. Yeah. So she was watching TikTok, and I have to put my phone in the bathroom window at our house to get cell service where she can hotspot. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I used to have to walk around and put my phone to the ceiling and I could get some service, but now I hardly can get that. I do have an update from the Sylacauga game now. At the half, it's Moody 28, Sylacauga 17. Okay, so Sylacauga finds themselves in an 11-point hole. You know, they they uh, not so great uh, first game last week in week zero, losing to Benjamin Russell. So you'd really like to get a win this week to at least start out 500 before, you know, you start getting into the gauntlet of the schedule. But um, they definitely want to avoid an 0-2 start. I don't know when the last time that Sylacauga started out 0-2. 
Yeah, well, that's something I'll have to research on the way home when we have better cell phone service, maybe on the other side of Rockford or something. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, if we can walk out of Verbena tonight with a win, that would be, I know I say this term a lot, a good shot in the arm for this Fayetteville Wolves team. You're setting the, the tone early with the win. And who knows, with the re- with the new region we have, the powerhouses are out. Yes, we still have Comer and Isabella. But who knows, maybe if we play like this the way we're playing tonight, who knows, maybe we could get that third or fourth spot at least. Yes, and for those of you listening, Jacob is not accusing anyone of shooting up steroids, or as the kids call them, quote-unquote, roids out there. It is figurative speech only. So for anybody going out there getting crazy about that. <laughs> And I'll tell you what, momentum is on our side. We moved the ball well. Unfortunately, the clock, I still believe there was a second left on the clock. But you know what? Nick Saban wasn't there to get that second. Uh, No, he wasn't. (laughs) We moved the ball well that first half. I'm excited to see what this second half brings. But we cannot let up. No, that we can't, Jacob. we got to put our foot on the throat and not let up until the final whistle. And uh, not literally, of course, because we're not, you know, trying to insinuate violence. <laughs> and uh, now that he's back up here, I'd like to thank Mr. Jeremy Robertson for hooking us up with some waters. He was down there talking to his wife, Melissa, who's the cheerleader coach down there. And I said, hey, look, can me and Blake have one because of the long line at the concession stand? He hooked us up. And I tell you what, we appreciate it. Yeah, that we do. And that, she was my English teacher in high school. And I had to apologize to her for how I acted every time I see her. You know, I've always been a fan of Jeremy Robertson. Before I got into softball coaching, he was Kenley's first t-ball coach back in the day and since then i've always been a fan man yeah well he does i know one thing he does a good job uh filming everything and he travels no matter where we go and not only does he travel i mean look at the stands across the way over there yeah i mean this they always travel well i mean like we were saying with football basketball baseball whatever sport it may be um and the support of the community is, is just overwhelming. It always has been that way. And I'm proud to say I'm from a community that gets behind their school's athletics. Yeah, me too. I am as well. I was federal bred, and I've lived there for, let's see, 20 and a half years. And, you know, and I'm only 21, so... I'm Comer alumni, and I'm loving to see the fans starting to come back to the stadium for a Comer game, but I'm telling you, there's nothing like a Fayetteville crowd. No, it's not. We'll, we'll accept you. Well, I appreciate we'll accept it. You. You, we, we don't make exceptions a lot, but we will on you. And uh, we're about three minutes until kickoff uh, for the Out to Point Health third quarter. I'm going to take a quick break, and we will be back with third quarter action here shortly. Financing your new home with Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union is as easy as one, two, dream come true. You can still find a great deal on a home loan. Coosa Pines offers fixed rate and adjustable rate mortgages at rates often below all others. And Coosa Pines makes it easy to finance the home of your dreams with no application fees and low closing costs. Visit CoosaPinesFCU.org for details today. Federally insured by NCUA, Housing Lender, NMLS, ID 464059. Annual percentage rates vary. Membership required. Restrictions apply. Financing your new home Coosa with Pines Federal Credit Union is a from a sore or a wound that won't heal. It's time for you to take control. Coosa Valley Wound Care in Sylacauga is here to identify and tackle the problem with a treatment plan. We have drugs up to ten thousand. 
Exclusive Valley Auto Sales in beautiful Sylacauga, Alabama continues to grow thanks to all our local customers and our loyal customers who love great vehicles at lower prices. We have trucks up to $10,000 off. We have cars up to three dollars and $4,000 off. Our payments are normally $100 to $200 less on the same vehicle as most dealerships around us. If you're looking for a gas saver, if you just want to improve your situation, please stop by and see us today for the best deal. Coosa Valley Auto Sales open from 10.30 a.m. till 4.30 p.m. Monday through Friday and 10.30 a.m. till 12.30 on Saturday. Heritage Freight provides a wide variety of transportation, warehousing, and logistics services. Heritage Freight has earned a solid record of accomplishment in the industry by focusing on providing world-class customer service, employing only the most qualified and experienced drivers, and by having an unwavering commitment to quality. Heritage Freight received the 2020 Alabama Trucking Association's Excellence in Safety Award. They invite you to try their services and see the difference for yourself. Call 256-245-2488 or contact them at heritagefreight.com. The third quarter is brought to you by Alta Point Health. Welcome back to the Atkinson Homes broadcast booth where me and Jacob Bassett are hanging out and getting ready for some Alta Point Health third quarter action. Um, and so we are are getting ready to to get some ball underway, Jacob, and get some live game action going back after about this 25-minute halftime break, which is brought to you by Toyota of Silicaga. You know, I'm a NASCAR fan, so I'm going to say this. They say it a lot before a race at Talladega, you better tighten them seat belts up one more time. We're fixing to go green flag. We're fixing to be in for a shootout. Yeah, that we are, Jacob. And this one, uh, as long as we don't see overtime, then I'll be excited for whatever happens. So you know I hate overtime. You know, We've had this conversation before. By God, if you can't figure it out in regula- regulation, needs to be a tie. I don't think we've caught an overtime game yet. Though. No, we haven't. I won't. I'll leave. But you know no, what? I'm just kidding. Not Lee, I didn't mean that. I'm doing win, you know. <laughs> I've only had one as my, and I think, no, what we have last year, three in my broadcast career. Yeah, so we're looking at number four tonight. And we've actually only called one win together. No, no, we've called two wins together, right? Yeah, we've called two, no, three, I believe. Last year there was three. Yeah, but remember, I wasn't there for the first week. That's right. Yeah, so I'm not exactly sure then. Then, yeah, because you missed the Woodland game, and McCurley and uh, Sprayberry called it, and I was on the sideline. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And so that means we called the Horseshoe Bend game. And who else did they beat last year? Randolph County. Yes. We called that one together. Nicobara kicks this thing deep. Caught at the 25 by Morris. Morris is up the middle. He's met some by Wolves defenders, and he gets by him, and Nicobara misses the tackle. He's to the 30. To the 25, to the 20, before he's taken out at the 15 by Reed Wallace. And what a return by Morris. And that'll set up Horseshoe Ben nicely to try and take, I mean, not Horseshoe Ben. I don't know what I'm talking about. It sets up Verbena to try and take the lead with the Wolves defense. And Mark Reed has something to say about that. Unfortunately, that was the best kick by Abara, And that was the biggest return that we've given up all night. That it was, Jacob. So, Marino and this offense will go to work. You know, every time I say Marino, I think about Dan Marino. Was you alive when Dan Marino was a quarterback? No, I wasn't. I was. Wow. And he was something special to watch. Him and Troy Aikman. Definitely showing your age there, Jacob. No, I'm just playing. Takes a snap, and it's going to be a run to the right side. 
and going nowhere, about a yard gain there on the carry by Lance Edwards. Yeah, and it looked like a Fayetteville defender was carrying a Verbena tackle on his back right there, but it's a no call, and it was only a five-yard gain, and we're back to that letting them play. Yeah, that's right. So that'll bring up second and ten for those of you just joining us. Just about 30 seconds into this third quarter of action, and the Wolves are up 18-16, to 16, but after a huge kick return by the Verbena Devils, they're set up with a about a second and six from the 15. Takes a snap. It's going to be a handoff up the middle to Morris, who picks up about five yards. And did he get the first down? No, he did not. So bring up about third and one. Third and inches, really, and you got to think Verbena has two more plays right here to try to get this first down. You do that, they do. So the Wolves try to want to make a stand here and keep them from getting anything. So we'll see what John Limbaugh and Mark Reed dial up here. Oh, it will be a first down. So first down and goal for Verbena in the shotgun. One receiver to the far side. Takes a snap, handoff up the middle. Edwards goes around to the outside, and he is taken down by Zeke Deloach at about the four, and Zeke went off for the football and almost ripped it out there. Yeah, Zeke had to go go-go gadget extend the arm to get that play, but a great job by Zeke to reach his arms out and get that tackle. That was a touchdown-saving tackle. That it was. So this will bring up second and goal from the four-yard line. About the three and a half, actually. So we'll see if they dial up. Three guys in the backfield. Marino takes the snap. It's going to be a handoff to Lance Edwards around the right side. No, it's not. Dang, they are great with those fake handoffs. It was actually given to Jared Quinn up the middle. First time we called his name tonight. And he was taken down for no gain. So this brings up third and goal. Yeah, for... Ravina's doing that ground and pound offense and trying to tire our defense out early in the second half. But, you know, they don't have a kicker, so they're going to try to get this touchdown in two plays. We need to stop them in the next two plays. That they are, Jacob. Just over two minutes going off of this third quarter clock. Marino takes a snap, handoff up the middle to Morris. Morris fights, and did he get in? Yes. They signal score, so that'll bring your new score. Verbena 22, Fetville 18, awaiting this two-point attempt. Yeah, you know they're going to go for two because, like I said, a 1A, 2A score, they don't have a kicker, so you better be expecting them to go for two every time. Yeah, I remember a few years ago, Comer would go for it every time until they got Noah Wimmer. Yeah. And he can kick, and I believe he's. He's still on the team, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's a senior this That's year. That's what I thought. Really helps, especially with Comer making and probably going to make another deep run at the playoffs. I mean, it's you got to have good special teams. Takes a snap, Marino. Hand off to Edwards up the middle. No, he keeps it himself, and he gets in. So, new score is 24-18, Verbena. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. 
Or selling a home, your success hinges upon the advice provided by your real estate agent. This is Blake Farr with Area Real Estate. I can help you understand how much house you can afford. If you're selling, I can estimate the value of your property and how to ensure your property sells quickly for the highest price possible. Stop by our office on West Fort William Street anytime between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. Welcome back to Red Devil Stadium where the Wolves are finding themselves in a hole after having a 10-point lead earlier, giving up two scores uh, through the last quarter. And it's 24-18. Verbena's got the lead right now, looking to kick this ball back off to the Wolves. And if you're Coach John Limbaugh and company, you want to get a score right here. Yeah, this is not scoring before the half. This is where it's going to hurt you. Yeah, got to get a score here. Just over two minutes in the third quarter. Short kick, fielded by Cameron Hammonds at the 36. Hammond dances around, can't get anywhere, and taken down by Ethan Dobson. Actually, that was number 64, Ashton Donahue on that return. Oh, it looked like it was number 14. That was Ashton Donahue. Getting it in his up back position. Yeah, and isn't he the center? I believe so, Blake. Yep. So from the 38 yard line, Barrett will try to lead this offense down the field. Yeah, this is where that piece of paper in Limbaugh's hand will come into play. Let's see what he has drawn up for this opening drive for the Wolves. They might try that double pass again. Barrett takes a snap. He fakes it to Hunter Hammonds, takes it himself. He tries to dance away out some tackles, but he loses about a yard. Yeah, and once again trying to establish that run to maybe be able to go deep, catch these Red De- this Red Devil defense snapping. Yeah, you definitely got to pull something out of your bag of tricks here to try to get something going on the offensive end, Jacob. And do you think Limbaugh will also try to do a little clock game here, too? He might do it. I don't know, though. I never know what's going on in in that football-minded brain of his. So, takes a snap. Oh, it's a bad snap. Barrett has to take it, and he falls on it. Ball's on the ground. They're saying he was down, but, Jacob, I'm not so sure. They may have just caught a lucky break there. I believe so. Now we need to make the most of it. I know you're way behind the chains now, but, hey, you've got to get something going. Yeah, let's make the most of third and 22. Because you cannot get down two scores right now. No, you can't, Jacob. Not in a hostile road environment here like we are deep in Chilton County at Burbina High School. So we'll see what they they can get going here. So Barrett in the shotgun with two receivers split out to each end. Takes the snap offsides by the defense. It was blown dead, and I'm not sure why. I thought that was supposed to be a free play. Yeah, that was uh, Nathaniel Morris for the Red Devils coming out of his defensive back position. Got a little too over-anxious right there and jumped offsides. Yeah, he did, but that will help out the Wolves and give them five yards. So instead of third and a mile, it's third and about three-quarters of a mile. 17 to be exact. So third and long, you find yourself in an obvious passing situation here. So let's see what's drawn up. Yep, Barrett steps back, 
He's got plenty of time. He lobs one deep, and Marino showing why he's the quarterback and a defensive back. Beautiful pass by Barrett to Marino. Marino dropped it. <laughs> yeah, and I believe that was Zeke DeLoach downfield as the intended target. Just overthrew him. Just overthrew him just a little bit. So I think you'll see Nick Abar out here to punt this thing off as we're just under eight minutes to go in the third quarter. And it's going to be DeLoach kicking the thing off. Oh, wow. They may try fake here, but I, I don't think they would do that. But they might. You always tell which one's the loach in the crowd of him. He's got them orange uh, cleats on. It's not the highlighter orange cleats. It's a highlighter green hat for Coach Reed. That's right. Decent punt. Lands at the 44. Bounces all the way down to about the 37 where Reed Wallace will down it. And Verbena will come out here on offense looking to make this a two-possession game. Yeah, it's time for the, the defense to plant their feet, get some good stops make some plays and get this ball back. Yeah, things aren't looking good for the Wolves right now. Came out with all the momentum and had a 10-point lead early, uh, but find themselves in a little bit of a hole right here. So the defense has got to stand tall, and they cannot give up any points here. And one of Limbaugh's keys was keeping the defense on the sideline, giving them good breaks. Yeah, which they have done so far through the first half. So in the shotgun, a receiver to each end, two guys in the backfield. Marino takes a snap, his hand up to Edwards up the middle, runs into his own line, and then there's a host of Wolves defenders there to take him down for about a one-yard loss. Yeah, this is the defense you need from the Wolves right now in this situation. And I'm telling you, these guys are stepping up, rising to the occasion, making plays when they have to. They are, Jacob. So we'll see what Verbena decides to do. And for those of you listening, you can tune in to Jacob Bassett, who will be the play-by-play guy next week as me and my lovely wife are going on vacation. So they'll cover the start at 6.30 as they travel to, or actually, excuse me, they're at home against Randford. Takes a snap. It's a jet sweep to Edwards. Edwards got some daylight and picks up about six yards. So bring up about third and four, but... You'll go live at 6.30 next week, and the Wolves will be back at home against Ranburn, uh, the first of four home games this year. You just don't like Fayetteville uh, playing Ranburn, do you? I guess not. I didn't realize it fell on the same week this year. You know, next year if we play Ranburn, which if they're in our area, we will, that'll be my first time at a Fayetteville Ranburn game in like four years. And uh, I'll have a mystery co-host with me next week. I still don't know who's going to call it with me. Uh, that's in the works right now. and. Hopefully Thursday night we'll have an idea, and during the Coach Limbaugh show, we'll let y'all know. You know, why don't I just keep the streak going and go on vacation next year when they play? Marino takes a snap, and he keeps it himself up the middle, and had it not been for Zeke DeLoach making the open field tackle at about the 38, that would have been six. So he picks up about 24 yards there on that one. Yeah, we're very fortunate Zeke was in the area, and that looks like that's going to be... The hand waved by the official for the mid-quarter break. All right. Well, just under six minutes to go until the fourth quarter. Wolves trail 24-18, to and the Red Devils are driving. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union.
Grace Cafe. They have a new menu item, but it's certainly not new around here. It's a southern favorite. Their new bologna sandwich with bologna, summer fresh tomato, lettuce, cheese, and mayonnaise on sourdough bread. Come try it today at the Silicaga location only. Cup of Grace Cafe. Welcome back. Red Devil Stadium, Burbina, Alabama, as the Devils are driving to the end zone here is what they're looking to do, but the Wolves defense has something to say about that, and the Wolves are down by six points as we're just under six minutes to go until the fourth quarter. Burbina up 24-18. Marino in the shotgun takes a snap, another fake handoff, and give up to Morris up the middle. He gets nothing. Actually, might have lost half a yard, so that'll bring up second down. Yeah, great job by the Wolves defense sniffing that one now. That little fake run is starting to become a little predictable, and it's time for Verbena to open up their playbook because eventually that defense is going to figure out these fake runs and who's, who they're going with on the on the run, and that's not going to be good in the long run. That it won't be, but, Jake, to be no, I do got to give some credit to Coach Allen Brothers. He definitely changed the game plan and has come out in the second half with all the momentum and the lead, so... Um, they've definitely seen something when that Wolves defense they, that they liked and they have changed their offense to fit it. Takes a snap, give to Donald Jackson up the middle. He dives forward and might have picked up two yards. That'll bring up third down about eight. Yeah, they're starting to try to get these little short yardage plays, maybe to open up for a pass. That's something we really haven't seen from this Red Devil offense. But like you said, we don't know what Coach Brothers down there has drawn up. No, that we don't, but he'll be looking to try to add on to this lead he has at home late in the third quarter. You'd think a score here would uh, definitely wouldn't be impossible for the Wolves to come back, but it'd definitely make it more difficult. Two receivers to the far end, two to the near end. Marino takes a snap. It's a jet sweep. No, he keeps it and gives it to Morris, and that fake got him. And he'll pick up about about eight or nine yards. Multiple guys down on the field. Not only the Wolves, but for Verbena as well. And Got a wolf slow to get up down there. Trainer's coming out well, Take a quick break. Let's do the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Need some extra energy to make it through the day? Allen Brew Market has monster energy drinks, candy, and snacks for that quick pick-me-up. At Allen Brew Market, they mean it when they say fuel for your car and fuel for your body. Atkinson Holmes broadcast booth where Blake Bagley, myself, and uh, alongside with Jacob Bassett on the call for Verbena versus Fevel in Verbena, Alabama, as the Wolves are trailing Verbena 24 to 18, four minutes to go. Verbena looking at a first and 10 from the Wolves 27. So, see what Verbena can do if they can get it in the end zone is what they'd like to do, but the Wolves have something to say about that. Zayden Blair escorted off the field by the trainer and the coach. Takes a snap. Marino's hand off to the right side. I know he keeps it himself. Blast through the middle and nobody's going to catch him and he's going to be in the end zone 
for a touchdown. So that'll make your new score. Verbena 30, Fettwell 8. And awaiting this two-point conversion, it'll make it a 14-point game if it's successful. Yeah, he saw the hole, and he knew that if he if he went in that hole, it was going to be six. And these these handoffs he's running up the middle is tiring our defense out. That it is, Jacob. That it is. And they'll once again go for two. See if they can get drawn up here and see if they can get this two-point conversion and make it a 14-point ball game. Takes a snap. Oh, it's going to be a pass, and it's not a good one, but it looks like Morris caught it. Have wow. We, have what we a catch. stopped a two-point conversion yet? No, they've scored four times, and each time they have gotten a two-point conversion, Jacob. Yeah, I'm not a math major, but now that I look at it, I see that. But you know they're going to go for two, so you've got to try something yeah. out. Yeah, you got it. They they swap things up there, and what a catch by Morris. And uh, for those of you that are wondering, we will be back. Jacob will be back at Harvey's on Noble Thursday night to for the Coach John Limbaugh show at seven, and he'll be alongside Coach Limbaugh and probably David McCurley if he's running the computer. And so, tune into them at seven at Harvey's on Noble. I'm not sure. Where I'll be eating that evening, but I know me and, me and my wife will be down at, at Santa Rosa Beach, so we're looking forward to that. So probably somewhere good with some good seafood. I'm, I'm jealous. Well, I like seafood. Maddie doesn't, so we may have to compromise and not get seafood. <laughs> That's like one time Maddie wanted to get a puppy, and I didn't, so we compromised and got us a puppy. There you go. All right, getting ready to kick this thing deep. And it wasn't deep. Oh, it is fumbled by the Wolves. It was an onside kick right into the chest of Peyton Kraft. He drops it. Verbena gets on it at the 48-yard line. And this is uh, where the wheels are starting to fall off. <laughs> We've got to find something to prevent that from happening. Definitely a tale of two halves, Jacob. Things are not looking good now. So Verbena will take over at the 48-yard line, and they've been trying that all night, and it finally paid off for them. Do we have a, a State Farm Albia Steer scoreboard update? Yeah, the third quarter is still 28-17, Moody over Silicaga. All righty, well, it's 32-18 to here. Verbena with the lead, and they have the ball just before the fourth quarter. The, the snaps fumbled. Marino keeps it himself and actually ends up picking up about two or three yards. Ball popped out, but he was on the ground. Good hustle there by the Wolves. And Zeke Deloach a little slow to get up. And it looks like he's cramping. He's pointing at his left foot. Uh, and there's another unsportsmanlike conduct penalty by Verbena. A slap in the back of the head, Blake. Wow. You just got to keep your composure, you know. You know, it's uh, different if it's one or two here or there, but when it's constantly, that's probably what, Jacob, their fourth? Uh, probably their fifth or sixth this game. Wow, that is unacceptable. But they're still winning, so. But yeah. You just can't have that kind of undisciplined play. Glad to see Zeke get back up. But, you know, it's that time of year where cramps are an issue yep. in, in high school football, so it's time to get some a pickle sickle or two and 
you know, let's let's get rid of that cramp and get back out there. Would you prefer a pickle sickle or two or, or drinking a bottle of mustard? Uh, a pickle sickle any day. I don't know, man. I like mustard pretty well. Well, you know, now they have pickle pops. What's that? It's a pop. Like, you know those old popsicles we used to have as kids? Yeah. Like the, you know, you had the pink, the light blue, and all that. They have them in pickle flavor now. Are you talking about the ones on the stick or the ones in the actual uh, plastic sleeve? No, it's frozen pickle juice. Man. No, I'm talking about, you know, the popsicles on the stick or the ones that are in the plastic tube? The plastic tube. Oh, really? That's cool. And Sonic now has the uh, pickle slush. Kids these days. Takes the snap. Marino hands it off up the middle. That is second time we've called his name, Jared Quinn. He picks up about a yard. Yeah, uh, Quinn coming in a supporting role to give the, uh, who's that, number 20 right there? That is, uh, sorry, we only have one copy of the roster here. That is uh, Guzman. Guzman. Wow. Is who he just checked out with. So I'm pretty sure I think Quinn's coming to give Guzman a break every now and then. I got you, Will. Third and 25, so you would think they'll be throwing the ball right here. Marino trips to the near side, takes a snap, and it is actually a handoff to Lance Edwards, thrown down by Peyton Kraft, making up for that fumble earlier. So this will bring up fourth down in an eternity. You would, ha- you would have to see a punt right here, and this is where you need to try to at least block it or get a good return out of it, get yourself set up, hopefully for a score to get this. A little bit more manageable with two yeah. minutes to go in the third quarter. And if you're Verbena, you want to just try to punt it past the first down marker, and that'd be a success. Looks like that's what they'll do. With just under two minutes left to go to the fourth quarter, the Wolves find themselves in a 14-point hole, but they're getting the ball back, and Cameron Hammonds is back deep to return. And it's Ethan Hand back in punt formation. Yep, takes the snaps, clean snap, high punt. And it does not go past the first down marker. And it will be down at the 39-yard line. I'll take a quick break on the field. We'll take one wheel and you're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. These are roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team, too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want, whether it's online, in-person, mobile, or telephone banking. We make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank. First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing. Welcome back to the Action Home Broadcast booth, where I, Blake Bay, alongside Jacob Bassett, are out here and watching the Wolves take on the Verbena Red Devils. And um, first play back about a minute and 25 seconds to go before the fourth quarter, and Barrett drops back and Ayers went out to Reed Wallace, just overthrew him and got hit. He was wanting a unnecessary roughness, but he won't get it. So that'll bring up second down and ten. Yeah, this is the drive that you need to convert, get some kind of points on this drive. You're running out of time in the third quarter. You have about really 13 minutes and 25 seconds left to go in the game, so you need to score right here. Every drive counts now, Jacob, and I'm sure they'd like to have that one back where they ran out of time at the goal line just before the half. But 
Two receivers split out to each end. Barrett alongside Hammonds in the backfield. It's a late handoff to Hammonds, who had a pretty open hole, and that was an obvious face mask. Yeah, that was right in front of the side judge, and he looked right at it, but he left the flag in his pocket. No call. Yeah, Zebras, they slacking on that one, unless it, you see his shoulder pads exposed, unless he grabbed up on the bottom part of those. That's possible. You know, they're the ones getting paid to make these calls, so maybe he saw something that we didn't. That's right. They can stick to officiating. We can stick to announcing. Third and five. Two receivers to each end. Barrett takes the snap. Sends Zeke DeLoach in motion. It's a screen pass, and he just overthrew him. Bring up fourth and five with 40 seconds left in the third quarter. Jacob, what do you think they'll do here? Oh, you need to get a little deep to go for it. But... It looks like they're going to go for it. You're down basically two scores right now. You know, Limbaugh has the paper in his pocket, and I believe he's going to draw something up and try to go for it here. Well, they're sending Zeke back on the field, so maybe he's going to punt this thing. Yep, Barrett comes off, so they're going to punt. I was going to say, this is do or die. That would be the game if they were to go for it. They might try fake, though, Jacob. Hey, you never know. No, you don't. The mad visor, remember? That's right. Zeke called for the snap. They're trying to get a hard count. Good snap. Oh, it's a fake, and he's running. Oh, no, it wasn't. He faked the fake. And what a good point rolls down to the 25-yard line. I don't know what just happened there, but he faked the fake. And he kicked a good punt. A little, one of the Aussie-style kicks. I like that. Yeah, it was a that pretty was good. Deep yeah, punt. it was. I like that. That was good stuff. It's a 28-13 with our Albia Steers insurance scoreboard update. 28-13, Comer over Childersburg. Eight minutes to go in the third quarter. All righty. Do we got a score of an update for Moody and Silicaga? Uh, I believe it's still the same as my last update. I don't remember what it was. I did check it, but, you know, we came back on air after I checked it. But the score was, I think it was 28-17. to 17. All righty. Well, your State Farm Albia Steers scoreboard updates, 32-18. Verbena on top, and they've got the ball. Basically, you could say the fourth quarter as Edwards dances around, runs far to the left side, tries to get something going, but ends up losing about four yards. That might be the last play of the third quarter. And actually, since our last uh, little update, it's now 36-17, to 17, Moody over Silicaga. Man. Mm. Well, that will be the last play of the third quarter. So we'll be back with fourth quarter action. You're listed to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Coosa Valley Auto Sales in beautiful Sylacauga, Alabama continues to grow thanks to all our local customers and our loyal customers who love great vehicles at lower prices. We have trucks up to $10,000 off. We have cars up to three dollars and $4,000 off. Our payments are normally $100 to $200 less on the same vehicle as most dealerships around us. If you're looking for a gas saver, if you just want to improve your situation, please stop by and see us today for the best deal. Coosa Valley Auto Sales open from 10.30 a.m. till 4.30 p.m. Monday through Friday and 10.30 a.m. till 12.30 on Saturday. 
Cherokees are roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team, too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want, whether it's online, in person, mobile, or telephone banking. We make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank. First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Welcome back to Red Devil Stadium. Me and Jacob Bassett up here in the Axon Holmes broadcast booth. And uh, it's been pretty good action through the first three quarters. And uh, we're getting the fourth quarter underway. Some more live game action presented by Toyota Silicaga. Jacob Wool's got to get something going, and it starts with a stop here as they got them at second and 14. Yeah, anytime you get them behind the chains, that's where you, you need to get the stop. There it is. Hand off to Jackson around the outside. A couple missed tackles. He'll go. He will not be caught. Peyton Crafts on his, on his tail, and he won't catch him. He'll get into the end zone. Six points. No score, 38-18. Well, I do believe it's safe to say the wheels have fallen off. Well, that'll make this a three-possession ball game, whether they get the two-point or not. And, Jake, at this point, you want to get some experience for guys that don't get to play a whole lot, put them in there, try some something new, and uh, just try to get out of here. You know, this is – I guess I could put depth as a reason for this right now. You know, we don't have a lot of depth. A lot of guys are playing both ways. Urbina has more players they're subbing in and out. We just don't have that right now with the youth that we have as the Wolves in this starting show. That's right, Jacob. When you lose 13 guys, 12 guys, however many it was, I think it was 12, Coach Limbaugh said, um, off of that last year, then, you know, it's what can you do? You hey, know? we stuffed out a two-point conversion. Well, we'll make the stop on that two-point conversion. They'll take a break. We'll keep it here. And we're just about 17 seconds in to this fourth quarter, and Verbena strikes, and Donald Jackson, who we have been calling his name all night, has yet another touchdown. Yeah, if we had a player of the game, I believe Donald Jackson would be our player of the game for Verbena right I, now. I definitely say it, it would be safe to say that. So this Wolves return team will be deep, and the last time they were out there, um, they fumbled the kickoff, and this crowd, hometown crowd is getting pumped up and excited as Burbina will be looking at and will go up. A bar and a miracle here. They'll go be 2-0 and after tonight. The Wolves will drop their first regular season game of the season. Yeah, we need something right here to kind of build that confidence back up. Agreed. We have not scored since midway through the second quarter. Get ready to kick this thing off. It's a low kick on the ground. Contrell misses it. Just out of his reach and then fielded by Reed Wallace. So... John Limbaugh, at least you, you at least want to eat some time off the clock, and if anything, just don't let Burbina score again. 
you know, Reed Wallace is a name we've called a lot tonight, so I'm glad to see that he stepped up. I mean, you can tell that he's giving everything he has tonight. He's limping on the field, but he's staying out there. That is. I mean, it, the Wolves, what's happened to them tonight is not for lack of effort. I mean, they've gave, given commendable effort tonight. That they have. So, first and ten from the 42-yard line. Two receivers split out to each end. Barrett Hammond's alongside him. He takes a snap, drops back. He's going to pass over the middle to Zeke Deloach, who makes the catch at the 45-yard line. Official says incomplete. I don't know what he's seen because I've seen it was complete, and I've got a skyline view. So. He made that call five seconds after Zeke caught the ball. Zeke caught that ball. Well, we see why he's doing 2A officiating. So that'll bring up second and ten. Not that that would have changed the outcome of the game. That, well, that wouldn't have. And, and, you know, honestly, Jacob, throughout tonight, we had pretty good officiating. For the most part, I, I could, I would agree. Two receivers out to each end. Barrett takes snap. Ball's on the ground. He heaves one deep. And it's caught by Reed Wallace at the 22-yard line. He was fighting right there with number 20, Christopher Guzman, who had great coverage on him. He just fought with him and got that ball away from him. And, Jacob, we've seen that a lot by these Wolves receivers tonight, you going know, up and getting it. You know, just a few minutes ago, I talked about Reed Wallace, and that right there shows why we're talking about Reed Wallace That's right tonight. That's right. So about a minute into the fourth quarter, Wolves are driving and trying to make this a ball game, but I just don't know if they got enough time left. Aiden Blair back in the game. Low snap. Barrett has to pick it up. He just lobs it, and Zeke almost caught it, but just couldn't get his hand on it as Edwards and Morris were there to break it up, bringing up second and ten. You've got to be proud of our Wolves tonight. I mean, they're showing that grit, that grit that we've been looking for. Yes, they're down big now, but, you, you know, that first half gave them confidence. They know that they can do it. Yep, that they do. Yep, just makes you wonder what happened between mid-second quarter and now. So, from the 20, Barrett steps back. He fumbles the ball. It'll be scooped up by Verbena. And it don't look like he'll be caught running. Hammonds makes a diving effort, jumps into the end zone. That's six more for for Verbena, and that'll do it. 10:51 left in the fourth quarter, and we're just trying to get out of here now. Yeah, but I believe there should have been a sideline warning there. You had players coming out of the box in the sideline. They're supposed to stand in. They're in the end zone turning backflips. Yeah, that they are, Jacob, but. But there is a flag on the field, so let's see what that is. That was number 12, Nathaniel Morris, one of the younger guys, making a play on it. Possibly the first touchdown of his career with him being a 10th grader, so congratulations to him on that. That was a heck of an effort, and he never let up trying to get that ball to the end zone. And that was a 
a, a number 22, whoever that is, for the Red Devils, came in the end zone and started turning backflips. I think that was that. Donald Jackson. This goes back to where you, you've got to start teaching your guys sportsmanship, and apparently that's a forgotten subject after being in high school tonight. Yeah, it looks like Allen Brothers may have lost a little bit of control of his team there. And fortunately, it hadn't cost them the game tonight, but it they can't keep their composure in upcoming games. It may cost them a few, especially in a close one. Penalties matter. It's like they had a guy down on the field. And, Jacob, this Verbena Devils football team has put on 36 unanswered points on the Wolves. It just shows to show you never give up. Uh, in a game, they were down 18 to 8. The Wolves were driving and had all the momentum, looking to put this one out of reach and fast forward. And they really turned this thing around. But it's like you said, a tale of two halves. And unfortunately, the the second half has not been kind to our Wolves. No, it has not. It has been a shutout in the Wolves' offense through two quarters, just about. Looks like they'll go for two. Well, we stuffed out the last two-point conversion. Let's see if we can get it done again right here. Yeah. That would definitely be a positive to take out of this. We could replicate what we did in the first half. The rest of the season will be all right. But if we replicate what we've done in the second half tonight, it's not going to be good. So Marino's waiting on the signal from the official. And you would think you might start putting some of your younger guys in there now. I believe that's what Verbena's going to try to do. Is he see these young guys are a little antsy. We haven't even had a two-point conversion. They're ready to go out for the kickoff. Yeah. They're hungry, ain't they, Jacob? Yeah, I know when I played basketball my first year, I wasn't real good. And so I either wanted us to be winning by a lot, which didn't happen much, well, ever. But Or either when we would get down by, like, 40 points, I loved it. Because I, I got to go in in, like, the third quarter and play 10 or 12 minutes. <laughs> And they're backing them up 15 yards because of that penalty. I got you. Well, they're going to go this two-point conversion. It's going to be a pass. And the kicker actually makes the catch. Um, Would have been a good pickup, but this sense it was a two-point conversion. And yeah, all you had to do was get in the end zone. And now you see the Verbena youngsters running. They finally get to go out there. You know, they were antsy a few minutes ago. They got a whole new unit going out there, don't they? Uh, all, all 11 of them. Yeah, and if I'm John Limbaugh, I might start thinking about doing the same thing. It's time to pull the roster out and start learning new names. Yeah. So they're trying to get everything ready to go to kick his deep. Um, the way to describe this game, in my feeling, is I'm just deflated. We came out, saw some positive things, and now I'm just deflated, man. I would agree, deflated but optimistic. Yeah. I could say. Yeah. But, unfortunately... 
for the Wolves. It, this will, they'll be going home with a loss tonight. Decent little kick. I believe it's going to be offsides on the Red Devils. Well, you know, Jacob, I understand calling calls. Don't get me wrong. But at this point in the game, it's over. So those calls really aren't necessary. Yeah, it's time to let the clock run and let's 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 leave Chilton County and head back to Talladega County. Yeah. Long drive back through Rockford to Sylacauga. There's nothing until you get to Rockford, and then when you get through Rockford, there's nothing until you get to Sylacauga. Very true. I'm almost tempted for us to just say, let's take the company vehicle home tonight. <laughs> I may give me some pizza when we get back to Sylacauga. Nice kick. Cam Hammonds falls on it at about the 38. 10.45 to go and ticking until the end of this one. Looks like that? we are seeing a new unit come out for the Wolves. Well, that's good. You want to get some playing experience for the younger guys and save your experienced guys for, you know, next week. And just You wouldn't want to injure them out on this game right now. You know what I mean? Uh, you, have, you start region play next week against Ranburn, and you, you definitely have to save them for them. Barrett's still out at the quarterback position. Hammond's in the backfield with him. Two receivers split out. It's a high snap. It's kept by Barrett, who runs and, oh, keeps going. Picks up about seven yards. And they hit the coach going out of bounds. And, uh, Looks like everybody's okay. That's the thing about having these thin sidelines like yeah. that. But I'm glad to see he got back up, throwing the hat back on. Hey, he took that hit pretty good. It looks like he took a few hits in high school, too, seeing how yeah. big he is. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, there was a bunch of bodies falling. I'm glad the officials didn't call anything because we have a – I mean, we're probably 40 feet from it looking down. We can see. And there was no dirty play or anything like that, and then the, also the Wolves guy wasn't trying to run into him, so I like how the official didn't. And the cheerleaders are right there behind him. Yeah, that's right. Barrett takes the snap. He fires one across the middle, and it's too low, and it is intercepted but then fumbled. There was a lick laid on number 60 for the Wolves. We do have a Wolves Ashton down Donahue. right now. DeShazo, sorry. Yeah, there is a wolf down on the field. And that is Barrett. And he's hurt, and we're going to take a timeout. Listen to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Coosa Valley Recycling is currently only serving commercial and industrial contractors for all of their recyclable metals. They can bring your business a dumpster to put recyclables into, and they offer demolition services. Call 256-245-4300 for a quote or for more information. Stay tuned to their Facebook page for when they plan to reopen to the public. Welcome back uh, to the action here. and Jawing going on with the officials. Not sure what was going on there. 
Not sure what that was all about, but they were having some words. And, you know, talking about get, taking chances on getting your playmakers hurt this late in the game, down like we are, that was actually Cadence Barrett that went down, and I'm glad to see that he he got up and walked off. Yeah, but looks like he's still hurting over there on the sideline, so hopefully he'll be back and ready to go next week. I don't think we'll be seeing him out there again this evening. So now Verbena has the ball at the 42-yard line. So they'll take the snap. Marino gives it off to Edwards. And he'll be thrown down at about the 45-yard line. So that'll be a loss of about five yards. It looked like Pacey DeLoach, and that was number 18. He's new for us. No, actually, that was Landon Payton. Scratch that. That's Zeke DeLoach. You doing what I did. What I say, Pacey? Yeah. Uh-oh. I did the same thing. First game mistakes. Yep. Hey, I actually did see Pacey during halftime over there. Oh, you did? Yeah. I seen his older brother, Bailey, over there. Yeah, Bailey was him. over there. Uh, just under 10 minutes to go to the end of regulation. Urbina has the ball, and Marino is out there calling plays. They're letting a lot of time run off. And yeah, you see Coach Brothers on the sideline holding his hand up and telling them when to go. Yeah, good to run time out because you don't want to get players hurt on either end as he'll run it up the middle and get about four yards back. So I'll bring him back to the original line of scrimmage, bring up third and ten. I think that guy down there is copying me, Jacob. I believe so. I'll tell you what, it's like watching a freshman game out here right now. Both teams have the secondary units in right now, giving these boys some playing time. Yeah, that's definitely what you want to do. Get them playing time now, and so that way they're not having to do on-the-job training whenever it's time for them to have their opportunity. So 8.45 and ticking third and 10 for Urbina, who has a 44-18 to 18 lead. Here midway through the fourth quarter. It looks like there's a timeout called by Verbena. Not really sure why that is, but we'll take a quick break and be right back. Tony Sarah Ford's summer vacation bill payoff is underway. Tony Sarah Ford in Sylacauga is going to take the heat out of those summer bills and help you upgrade to a nicer, newer vehicle today. Tony Sarah Ford in Sylacauga is paying off summer vacation and back-to-school bills up to $1,250. No payments for 75 days. Interest rates as low as 1.99%. Tony Sarah Ford on Highway 280 in Sylacauga. 1.99% APR financing for 48 months. Must finance with dealer preferred network or lender with credit approval. Sylacauga Parks and Recreation Department is hosting a movie in the park August 27th, 7 p.m. at Central Park in Sylacauga. Now, according to their license, the name of the film cannot be specifically mentioned, but there will be a spider guy meet and greet from 6 to 7 p.m. If that gives you a hint, there will also be family-friendly food trucks on site, so come and bring your lawn chairs or a blanket to enjoy a free movie in Central Park. Sponsored by Heritage South Credit Union. Welcome back to Action Home Broadcast Booth, where I'm Blake Bagley, alongside Jacob Bassett. Watching the Wolves take on Verbena as we're about midway through this fourth quarter, and uh, the Wolves are out of this one, and Verbena has ran away with it. 
Edwards on the run to the right side, lose about two yards. That'll bring it fourth down. But down 44 to 18, Jacob, you just want to get out of here and get on that yellow cheese wagon and head back to the house. Yeah, and it's like we said a few minutes ago, Coach Brothers is down there, and he has that hand up, you know, and the Verbena quarterbacks are looking over, watching for him. When he gives that thumbs up, you know it's time to go, and you know that hand's up to kill the clock. Yep. Yeah, that's right. So just under eight minutes to go to the end of this thing. And catch Jacob, 7 o'clock, Thursday night. Harvey's on over for the Coach Limbaugh Show. And then it's 6.30 Friday evening as the Wolves take on Ranburn for the pregame show, followed by live game coverage at 7. Takes a snap. Marino hands it up the middle. And carrying a few guys is Quinn and won't get the first down, but she's off a little more clock, and the Wolves will take over on downs. Yeah, that was Cole Hardy and Atticus Jacks making the tackle there. Well, we'll take over on offense, and we'll see who we got coming out as the signal caller. Looks like Barrett's still over on the sideline. Looks like it'll be the youngster, Landon Payton, coming out there. I'll tell you what, Landon did a very good job last week. You know, he got some reps in the Jamboree game at quarterback and held his own pretty good. That he did. And that gave him that experience he needed to fill in for an injured uh, Cadence Bear. That's right. So we got the young guys in there, two receivers to each side. Peyton in the shotgun with Hunter Hammonds. Takes the snap. It's delayed handoff to Hunter Hammonds. Big hole up the middle, and he takes it and gets about, I'd say, seven and a half, call it eight yards. You know, we was talking about Landon's cousin, Briley, telling me about the Peytons being athletes. Uh, actually, his older cousin, Briley's daddy, is uh, Blake Payton, who used to be a quarterback at Sylacauga, so apparently being a quarterback runs in the family. Yeah, that it sounds like it does. I told Briley, I said, I used to play your dad in baseball. <laughs> she said, yeah, he probably beat you. And he was, she, was, she was right, but I'm telling you, though, the Peytons are athletes. And just showing with Landon, he's the... Very good bright spot for this special right. team. I didn't know they were athletes until you told me. I thought they were electricians. You know, you got P&B electric. <laughs> uh, yeah. Two receivers to each side. Backfield. Peyton takes the snap, drops back. He fires one down the field, and it's intercepted by Guzman. Intended for the youngster, number four, Coy Hightower. Yeah, I'd love to see the grades that some of these boys are in for our rules. We don't have it on our roster. and I don't have the yearbook from last year memorized to know who, you know who's in what grade. Me neither, Jack. But the youth of this Fayetteville team, I mean, even starting, we have the youth compared to a lot of experience that we'll see throughout the season, and it's starting to show. That's right, Jacob. It does. And Verbena will take over at the 29-yard line. And looking to put six more on the board, and here comes Marino in the shotgun. Takes the snaps, handoff to Morris up the middle. I don't believe he'll be caught. No, unless, oh, well, he's chased down after about a 50-yard game. Finally chased down at the 25 by a few Wolves defenders. And that like, was... Sorry, that was Atticus Jacks on the tackle, and you can tell he used every ounce of breath he had because he's coming back. To the that top. he is. So that'll 
ticked time off. And I don't know why. I've been saying the line of clock wasn't running. It's not like it went out of bounds of so six minutes. So not long left in the game. And I know both teams want to get out of here. And uh, John calls a timeout. Well, we'll keep it here. Sure. I ain't want to call a timeout right now. I'd be wanting this clock to run until it couldn't run no more. You know, I'll be with Coach John Limbaugh Thursday night. You won't be there. And, you know, we'll look back at this game, and, you know, we'll, we'll have positive things to talk about. We'll have negative things to talk about. But I did see a lot of positives tonight out of this Fayetteville Wolves team, both on offense and defense, stuff that we can build on moving forward. We start region play next week. And it's like this, these non-region games don't count right now. Maybe later on in the season they will. But it, it's also a good tune-up to get into region play. That it is, Jacob. And it's always good when you got it kind of like uh, college football. You know, you open up with a few non-conference opponents. You know, that way if you, you, know, you slip up, it's not going to be in games that necessarily count. But in college football, it's all over the place. They don't know what they want to do with that committee. Huh. That makes no sense. Kind of makes me miss the old computers for the BCS. Yeah, I mean, that's why I try to mostly watch NFL. College football is a mess right now. I mean, you got schools on the Pacific Coast joining a conference that's in the middle of the United States where their home base is basically Chicago. Yeah. No makes no sense. Marino takes the snaps, the handoff up the middle to Morris again, and he's some missed tackles. He'll get in the end zone for six. That'll make your new score of Urbina 50, Fedville 18. Well, we've experienced some beatdowns, but this has probably got to be the most surprising one considering this is a 1A program. And, you know, it hurts a lot more because of the way we played in the first half. Yeah, we talked about how both teams would come out of the locker room. It looks like the it looks like a complete 180 for both teams. Yeah. Yep. So that what once was an 18 to 8 lead looking to build on is now a 50 to 18 deficit. So they'll go out, and you would have to think they would take out their start quarterback by this time. It's like there's a timeout by Vervina, which is, like, totally uncalled for because we kind of want to get out of here. Well, you know you can't take them home with you. Well, that's a good point. It'd be nice if you could save them up. They have, like, five timeouts in a game. You know, we used to watch uh, – I used to pull chains for Comer before I became a fail chain puller on Friday nights. And Chris Sherbert, I'm telling you, he knew – he had those timeouts at his disposal. He was one, two, three right there in the first quarter. But I think, and then come fourth quarter, he knew he needed them, so he'd keep them in his pocket and forget he had them, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the Chris Sherbert era at Fedville. I remember those days. I was a youngster. I think his last season was when I was in, like, the... Fifth grade, maybe. They were talking to each other walkie-talkies on the sidelines. They didn't have the headsets like we have now. No, they didn't. That was... John has done a lot for this program, I'm here to tell you. Hey, uh, Verbena's fixing to try a field goal here. Hey, okay, that's cool. 
Is that Guzman fixing to kick it? No, it is not Guzman that's been to kick it, Jacob. It is Thomas Cabrera. And from the looks of it, it was, oh, it was no good. It was no good, but it hit the fanful, uh, football bus. Oh, well, that's cool. Tom, he's an 11th grader, it says, so. I don't know if they misspell his name or he actually, you know what's cool is he actually spells his name like it sounds. Thomas. Ain't no Thomas, okay? Yeah. You know, you see people spell their name Thomas with a T-H, with a T-H making the th sound. So his name is actually Thomas, not Thomas. So I just thought I'd point that out. My daddy's name is Thomas. So he spells it with the T. So your daddy's name is Thomas. <laughs> oh man! But you know what? I've always wondered what the extra letter was for. You. I have too because my my uh, my bonus mom, her name is Teresa, but it's spelled like Theresa. And I'm like, your mom did not name you Teresa. She named you Theresa. Okay. You know, when we go to Taco Bell at night, I'll ask my little girl what she wants to say, a cheese quesadilla, and I'm like, a what? A cheese quesadilla? A quesadilla. I know, man. And let's kick. Build it at the 30 by Cooley Hightower, and he one-hand snagged that one and fell on it as we're five and a half minutes till the end of this game. You know, I was... I was never an English major, or, you know, I didn't go to college, but in high school I wasn't an English student. But I've always wondered, what's up with the extra words? You go to a phone booth, it's pahone or I know, dude, let, let me tell you this. I don't know, like, and this is not to offend anybody named Sean out there, but if your name is spelled S-E-A-N, I hate to burst your bow, but your name is not Sean. It's seen, okay? If, do you know anybody named Dawn that spells their name D-E-A-N? Because no. I don't. The only Dawn I know was my science teacher. She spelled it D-A-W-N. Takes the snap. Peyton runs up the middle and picks up a few yards, actually. Gets about five yards burst of speed through there, bringing up second and five. But, yeah, I've always wondered that, Jacob. I have always wondered that. Maybe we should go ask our English teachers why do they do that. You know what? There's a word for it. Jeremy might know. Jeremy is he an English major? No. He's a journalism major. No, no, I'm talking about that Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy over here. Oh, yeah. About His wife's an English teacher. He could probably get the answer for us. Speaking of J Law, let me see if I can get us an update on the Silicon Moody game before we get out of here. While we're talking about letters that don't belong. <laughs> Oh, just under five minutes to go. Wolves trailing 50 to 18. Peyton in at the quarterback position. He takes the snap, and it's going to be another sneak up the middle, and he's got an opening. It gets about five yards. Jukes around the guy. has got 10 yards, 15 yards. He's still on his feet, 20, 30, down to the 30-yard line, down to the 20-yard line. And for about the last five yards, he carried two defenders on him. That he did. What a run. And I'm not, Jacob, I don't know what's going on with that clock, but they are struggling running that clock. Yeah, they've had some issues since the thing started, really. You remember the two minutes before half, yeah. they couldn't get that right. Oh, they had to move the chains. I forgot it stops for moving chains. You know, they're always talking about shortening the game of college football. I'm like, why don't you change the most obvious rule that if it stopped the don't stop the clock from moving the chains. As long as that box is there, the clock can Yeah. Run. Bad snap bad over snap. Peyton's head. He jumps on it at the 28. Bring up second and 16. All right. In the fourth quarter, 
As I look at Jaylaws thinking of him right here, it's a 51 to 24 in the fourth quarter. Moody over Silicaga. Well, it's not good. In eight minutes and 25 seconds to go at Legion Stadium is Comer 28, Childersburg 13, and that was our Albia Steer State Farm Insurance scoreboard update. Yep. There haven't been many Southern Smiles of Silicaga first downs in this second half, Jacob. I tell you what, we've had some Southern Smiles up here. It's always fun, you know. It is. Lose, you know, we have some good fun. We do. And Peyton runs that thing up the middle, and had it not been for a long Verbena defender, even though he picks up a first down and gets about 18 yards, he's taken down, bring up first and goal. But, yeah, Jake, we know we always have a good time up here. Win or lose, we enjoy ourselves. And you know what? If I remember correctly, we won us a little award at the Christmas party last year for our, our yeah, content did. on Friday night. I mean, I think, I mean, really, I think ESPN should be calling, but, you know. We'll be on ESPN 8, the Ocho. The maybe. Ocho. <laughs> calling dodgeball tournaments. Oh, Peyton back in at quarterback. Takes a snap, running up the middle, jeeps a few men out, and he is then stuffed. And so that'll bring up second down and... Goal from the nine is we ain't got much longer here. Is ticked under three minutes. Jacob, what's something the Wolves can do next week to build off what the positive things they've done this week? Well, you look at the first half. We passed the ball. We ran the ball. We got to the ball. Very good. I mean, we look like a top-notch football team out there in the first half. I think if we go back and we watch the film, you know, I, I know the film's being taken because we're standing right beside the camera. Go back and watch the film and learn what, what mistakes were made in the second half. Build off of those mistakes. Build off of what you did in the first half. And maybe next week, apply those at the against Ramburn and maybe come out with a 1-0 region record. That's right. Fires it to the end zone. Peyton in the hands of Brennan Marlin and just couldn't haul it in. So it'll bring it on third down with just under two minutes to go in the game. I'm glad to see these young guys getting getting a chance out there. It's a lot better to drop a pass in this game than in a key region game two years down the road for the youngster. Yes. So. Yep. So. Third down and goal to go. Two receivers to each end. Takes the snap. It's a bad snap. Peyton has to fall on it. There is a flag on the field. So I, I believe know. it's going to be a false start on the offense. I saw a lot of movement up there, but you're going to have that with young guys. Yeah, that's true. Youngsters getting in. You know, these young guys are actually pretty big old boys that are on this line. They just hadn't got... Big enough to be starting linemen, but these young guys for the Wolves, they'll be big in a few years. And maybe by the end of the season, they'll have that experience. and Maybe toward, at that mid mid to end of the season push, and maybe that experience will help us. Absolutely. Takes a snap, and it's going to be over his head. He's just going to have to go fall on it at the 30, and... That's where Verbena will take over. No, it's fourth down now, so you have one more shot, I think. No, that was, I thought that was a turn. Oh. Yeah, it's fourth down. Oh, well. So, one minute 
go in the game. Looks like this final score will be 50 to 18. Verbena securing the win to go 2 and 0, and the Wolves will start out 0 and 1. Like John's trying to run this clock down, and I don't blame him. Fourth down and goal from the 30-yard line. I know this will be a pass. Steps back, being blitzed, dumps it off to Hunter Hammonds, his check-down guy, who picks up 10. And they may try to let the clock run, but we, they might have to come out and run one more play, and this looks like they will. But for those of you listening... Tune in 6.30, excuse me, 7 Thursday night for Coach Limbaugh's show. Jacob will uh, be hosting that, taking care of Coach John Limbaugh, talking to him about the, the highs and lows from the game this week. Uh, followed by Friday night, the Wolves will take on Ranburn at home. And that pregame will start at 6.30, followed by live game coverage at 7, presented by Toledo Silicaga. That'll be the final buzzer. Um, listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back with the postgame show here shortly. We've got a new Ace Hardware, and they're your summer outdoor grilling headquarters. They have Blackstone grills and Traeger wood pellet grills, plus road trip rockers and Kanga coolers. So go by and see Wade Pruitt and his crew, and see all the new great grand opening deals at your new Ace Hardware next to the breezeway of the Ogletree Plaza Shopping Center on West Fort William Street in Sylacauga. Don't get burned with rising interest rates and limited inventory. Contact the Girls on Fire lending team at Movement Mortgage. Whether you're refinancing or purchasing, they want to be your mortgage lending team for life. Check out Movement Mortgage Silicaga on Facebook, where you can also apply for a mortgage 24-7 with the Apply Now button. Or contact Movement Mortgage at 256-365-0294. Movement Mortgage LLC supports equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 39179. For licensing information, please visit nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is the Radio Alabama Sports Post Game Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Welcome in to the Post game show, Double Sports Network, presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. And uh, Jacob, things started out strong, and they they looked good starting out, but after that, things got ugly. Well, I'm looking down on the field, and something you don't see every day: the referees are talking to the both teams in the midfield huddle. Usually, the referees are booking it off the field. I don't know what the conversation is. I try to get a word from Limbaugh. Sometime or another, and I'll let you know. But uh, yeah, we came out. I mean, we were clicking on all cylinders in the first half. Yeah, Verbena had those few little quick runs, you know, to get the first touchdown that they scored. But after that, our defense, excuse me, held their own. Our offense, we were getting completed passes. We were running the ball well. Looked like. We were a top-notch team out there. Then we come out in the second half, and I, I couldn't tell you what, what happened in the locker room, but we came out a different team, and I don't mean that in a good way. No. 
I don't know how else to put it, but that was ugly, embarrassing, and I know Coach Limbaugh is embarrassed after that performance. That was a horrible second-half performance. So my advice to him is just whatever you did in the first quarter and a half, keep doing it. Whatever you did in the last two and a half quarters, forget that that ever existed. Forget the time from about five minutes left in the second quarter to the end of the game. Like, pretend it was a time warp that it never happened. And so that was kind of my final closing thoughts on it. Jake, it looks like they were praying together is what it was. Yeah, you don't really see that a lot with referees. Like I said, usually the referees are hightailing it to, the, yeah. to their little locker room or but, classroom, wherever they're set up. But you know what? You like to see that. That's true. But they did a pretty decent job tonight, though. I mean, I thought they did a, they did fairly well. I mean, you know, nobody's perfect. But I, I thought for the most part they made some good calls. And everybody listening, be careful out there when you drive home, especially Wolves listeners, as you got the hour drive uh, back to Fettville, Alabama. So, uh, Jacob, this did not go as I thought it would go. It actually turned out a little worse. I tell you what, we need to talk to Lee and them about putting us back on the radio. <laughs> yeah, a couple of games. Because that's when we win. I, I think we're undefeated when we're on the radio. But um, again, tune in seven o'clock Thursday for Harvey's on Noble. Uh, Jacob will be doing the uh, Coach John Limbaugh show as I'll be on vacation. And then Friday evening, tune in as Jacob will be the play-by-play announcer. I might not have a job when I get back because he, he did a great job last year with Andrew Morgan um, being his color uh, analyst. So just tune in for that. Live game coverage starts at 7. Before that, you get the pregame show and then the postgame show. But everybody out there, have a safe drive in and have a wonderful weekend. You've listened to the Fettwell Football Game of the Week on the Fettwell Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. This has been a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game